All right, we're recording again. <laughs> Hooray! Good. Yay! All right. Well, it's been a few weeks since our last session, uh, but luckily for you, we start all these uh, sessions with a little bit of a recap. So let's get right into it. Yay! Uh, Una went down. I love that we don't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Una went down the Skulls Hill sh- shipwright building, a prominent large wooding building. She slugged back a potion and belched an intense flame on the side of the building, which quickly caught a flame. Una made her way quickly back up the hill. The distraction paid off as the guards split up to investigate the fire and protect the airship. The four of them quickly made their way up the elevator to the top of the mooring tower. They fought their way through the few soldiers guarding the exterior of the ship and made their way aboard the Duma of Winter. It was smaller and more workmanlike than the Song of Summer, but was still a miracle of arcane engineering. Here's where, in a normal tale, I would tell you about how they overcame the odds, rescued their friend, and struck a great blow to the Empire by destroying the Duma. However, this is a true tale, and that is not what happened. None of the four had realized that the Empress's four airships represented the height of the Empire's power, and were thusly staffed by some of the most powerful members of the Empire. They expected Blaz to be a bumbling middle manager, someone with more bark than bite. However, what they found was much worse than that. Blaz was a powerful paladin who had sworn a sacred oath to the Empire revering it as many paladins might revere their own gods. And for his strict devotion to the Empire, the Empress had bestowed upon him a magnanimous and terrible gift, a vorpal sword, magically honed to such an impossibly sharp edge that it could slice through steel like a warm knife through butter. Blaz leaped into the fray and beelined for Shivani. He came down on Shivani with unexpected strength and skill, and Shivani was narrowly able to avoid the, babble, uh, the blade. However, she wasn't so fortunate against the second swing of his blade. She threw Kesha, her bonded sword, in front of the Vorpal Blade, and it cleaved straight through it in Shivani's arm, cutting it clean off. Blaz would have finished her off right there and then had it, if it hadn't been for the intervention of his first mate, Markov. Markov reminded Blaz that they were meant to capture the group alive for the Empress and that slaughtering their foes wasn't part of their ideals. Fortunately, Blaz listened to his first mate and didn't swing his Vorpal Blade again, opting instead to use his powerful magics. Realizing quickly that assaulting the ship, airship on their own may have been foolhardy, Amani quickly came up with an escape plan. She created a pocket dimension while Una and Yen revived Shivani. Everyone but Amani made their way into the pocket dimension. Blaz, realizing they were getting away, used his most potent magic trying to force Amani to cancel her spell. However, Amani mm-hmm. used every fiber of her willpower, took the rope, tethering the dimension, and leaped off the airship, activating her flying boots on the way down. As she leaped, though, her blood ran cold as she heard Blaz give the order for the Duma to disembark. And that's where we'll we'll start the session today. Uh, it's the year seven hundred, day forty three. You guys are uh, in a po- most of you are in a pocket dimension. Amani, you are uh, uh, flying above uh, the bay there at Skull Hill, um, flying away from the Duma as quickly as you can muster. Uh, uh, run away! Um, run away! You see the uh, turn to TK already in progress. Uh, you see the game plank uh, retract uh, from the airship, uh, and these little hooks that were holding the airship to the mooring station unclamp as it kind of floats off from the uh, from the tower. Uh, and then, uh, as you're flying, you kind of uh, instinctively wince as you see the. Um, the spell gun at the uh, front of the ship start to glow with uh, magical activation. Bell gun? What? Yeah, the thing that shoots the fireballs. That's like some bullshit, Chris. Um, Did anyone else know there was 
a spell gun? That's what was shooting. I'm hearing it. It was what was shooting the fireballs <laughs> off the last time you encountered it. You just dropped that, like you know, it's cool. You already knew about that. No, we didn't. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it glows with an immense arcane energy, uh, and the ship vanishes with a Uh-oh. loud pop. Amani, you see 500 feet away from where the ship was, uh, the ship reappear in midair, uh, heading north at great speed, away from you. Away from us? Why is it heading away from us? (laughs) Is it going towards our boat? Uh, If you had to make a guess, you would say it's kind of a north-northwesterly direction, probably closer, probably more towards the capital. No. Okay. Taking uh, the captain to the to the capital. Well, you said the captain's already in the capital. It could be lying. Wow. The captain. Oh, you mean Thora? Thora. Yeah. Yeah, be lying. I mean, at this point, we're just gonna have to save our own lives and run away. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we're at. I, mean, I say, I, I say, get back to the boat. But obviously, I'm in a pocket dimension, so <laughs> uh, I'm I'm heading for the boat. Here, my idea. <laughs> boots can carry me. All right, so you oh, flutter uh, as, quick, <laughs> as quick as you can. Uh, your the wings in your boots, sort of. I, and also, I, honestly, I think the wings are there for style, less than they are functional <laughs> wings. So, with, with great magical aplomb, you you zoom off towards. Uh, towards, I mean, you're not obviously going to be able to make it to your ship because uh, you are 30 miles away from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to try to get as far as you can. Uh, meanwhile, let's come to... Can we get out of the city? Oh, yeah, the you'll definitely be able to get out of the city. She can, uh, you, you, I mean, you can hold the... right? Yeah, you can hold this um, uh, pocket dimension for about six miles worth of travel. Yep, that's what, that's what we think. The wings on the boot are actually, are actually there as a as a mood indicator, and they flutter faster when you're stressed. <laughs> they just vibrate off the boots and fly away. I was going to say, generally they're going to flutter pretty fast then, because usually you use them um, in combat. Let's cut to the inside of the pocket dimension. I just kind of want to... Uh, you guys kind of you guys see... Uh, you actually have a little hole that you look out, and you see uh, the rope. Uh, you, see, you actually see Imani uh, kind of flying uh, in the ocean below her. Uh, so we... We're cognizant of what's going on in the pocket dimension because previously we only like put people in pocket dimensions and never did anything. Yeah, about the, it. The, the the specific structure of this pocket dimension is it is a it is it's basically a a circular room sur- surrounding a hole with the rope hanging down it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you so, all you all uh, can see down the hole. Um, and that, so I, I imagine the minute that Una got in there, she's like. Bonnie over Shivani trying to help her with anything yeah. that can happen. Yeah. Shivani is curled up in whatever could be called a corner in this extra dimensional space. She has um, her once pristine white cloak draped over her right side is now spattered and stained with blood and she's just sort of holding her her right shoulder, and she's just curled into a little bowl. Is she giving off a, I don't want to be touched by him? She's giving off a, I don't know how to deal with what just the fuck happened vibe. 
She's still okay. So. Well, then that's going to be like Mama Bearish. Is she still actively bleeding? No. Um, she's not too overpowering, but she's like poured her some water and like some food in case she feels a little dizzy having had her arms <laughs> Hey, <laughs> And like smoothing her hair back and just trying to be helpful but not like overbearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mani or uh, Shivani is pretty much non-responsive to your efforts. Uh, Yin, what do you do? I think I would probably try to do the same. See if um, see if anyone is needing assistance, needing healing. Okay. Um, so um, uh, I'm going to say that uh, the hour that you guys can spend in here will count as a short rest for you, but not for Amani. Um, oh, yeah. uh, so if you guys want to hit the hit the short rest button. You're welcome to do that. Spend hit dice as you need to. Can I rest if I'm in shock? I'm going to say, that's a good point. I'm going to say no and give yourself inspiration for it. Uh, I don't want to rest either. I want to... Okay. Well, I just I kind of rest just being near Shivani. Right. So you guys just kind of... Uh, I want to be... So Yin and Una, you just kind of are perched next to Shivani, waiting for any sort of uh, any sort of thing you can do to help. Um, I forget was what's his face killed? Markov, the other one? No, the owl. Oh, uh, yeah. Kel- uh, uh, Adesh. Adesh. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, not a. Does uh, he per- seem cold? Yeah, a little. Very. Yeah, she's in shock. So. A little. I'm going to wear a pelt and put it over her. All right. Uh, after an hour, after almost an hour, uh, you see below you the ocean uh, kind of give way to sand and then the greenery. Uh, Zamani, you realize that your ability to hold the spell is coming to an end. Uh, what do you do? Well, I land so mm-hmm. that no one falls from yeah. a great height. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, after an hour, the spell ends. So, check in on everybody. You peek your head in and give them a warning, or you just let them pop onto the ground. I mean, I would set it on the ground so that they didn't go anywhere. Like the spell does it like violently expel them? I mean, they will. They will. However far above ground they are, it'll just they'll just appear there and drop. Well, yeah, that's why I put on, I put it on the ground. Okay. So I'm carrying it like a balloon, so I just <laughs> down right. on the ground. All right, uh, you see the ground get closer to you guys, uh, and then, kind of without warning, uh, the pocket dimension fades away, and you guys kind of fall to the ground with a slight thump as you're maybe just a few inches above it. And how close to the ship are we? Uh, Very far away. Still like a day's 20. travel. So, Shivani's arm, like, Cauterized? Uh, yeah, like the magical healing that you pumped into her has like <laughs> essentially like stopped the bleeding and kind of cauterized it over. <laughs> What's Are he you doing? Here, Paul? He's playing yeah. with Duncan. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, there you go. 
Oh, he's, you know, he was uh, grabbing onto the socks. <laughs> but then he realized he was being watched, so. So, uh, what do you all do? Okay. I'm still uh, trying to help Bonnie. Bonnie I, I assume that she's really not capable of moving quite yet. She's in shock. She's in shock, and she's going to be very unhappy. She's not. Yeah. Um, I will begin searching for a place to hide. Okay. You want me to roll? Uh, Here, roll me a survival check. Sit her up against like a tree or something. Make sure she's comfy. Um. Uh, I pull the aloe bear cloak over her shoulders. Thirteen. You find like uh, some bushes. <laughs> bushes, okay. Some thick bushes. <laughs> you can hide in them like pants in a uh, in a Walmart. Okay. I used to do that uh, as a kid, for sure. No, um, I'll get everybody in there and then continue searching for a hiding place so they'll actually hide us. That's, you are that's, the, that's, that's how you get. That's the best you can find. <laughs> <laughs> get bushes and like it. That's about it. Uh, you scout around, um, and you don't see signs of anybody else being near here at this time. Okay. So you guys are hanging out in the bushes. Um, I'm going to set up Shivani's bedroll, and then I'm going to put my bedroll on top of it so it's extra cushy and try <laughs> to get her settled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think Mom Una is my favorite Una. <laughs> <laughs> Mom Una. It's my favorite, too. It's only every once in a while it comes out, though. <laughs> um, all right, so you kind of uh, you get a comfy resting pad for Shivani, uh, and you set her down. Uh. <laughs> hey, buddy. You're such a lump. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just, whatever happens, happens, that cat. Yep. He's completely he chill. He's so cute. He's a very good boy. <laughs> Alright. Uh so Amani, yeah, you also find some like uh some berries and some fresh water that you're able to grab while you're out there. Mm-hmm. Um back at the camp. Uh Shivani's are you you're just, are you still in shock, kind of just laying there? Yeah. Curled up on top of I guess now two bed rolls. <laughs> Uh, Yen, what do you do? Um, I honestly don't know. <laughs> there isn't shit I can do. You could make some food. I'm going to make sure Shivani drinks water about every half an hour, like a cup of water, for my decanter and the Because <laughs> <laughs> I have that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I'd set up set up whatever camp we need. <clears throat> I don't know. What do you guys think? Fire or no fire? No fire. Are we in a, are we in a 
uh, heavily treed area. Yeah. No fire. No fire? Definitely no fire. Yeah. So in our med packs, do we have, like, crackers? Not our med packs, or, like, a, our food, or rations. Are there, like, crackers or yeah, carby like, stuff? Yeah, there's crackers. I'm going to see if she'll eat any carby stuff. <laughs> so, no. No. Okay. I'll just leave it next to her in case she decides to change her mind. All right. Um, how long do you guys feeling a little better? How long do you guys uh, stick here? I think we need a long rest. All right. Who's gonna Who's gonna keep watch? I'll do the second two watches. I'm not too bad. Okay. I guess I'll do the first watch. Uh, I think we should. Can we double up watches? If you want. Does that make sense? Like two people start and one person goes to bed early. One person stays up for like half the night and another person wakes up like So one person is gonna have one watch and two people are gonna have two watches if we do that. Okay. And I'm fine with having two watches. Because your lottery is not up for doing it. Also, you don't get the benefit. I don't think if, if you did it that way, you wouldn't get the benefit of the long rest. I'm fine with the short rest. Yeah. Well, and I need spells. Would we? <clears throat> uh, let's see. So you have to you have to rest for at least six hours um, in an eight hour period to long rest, unless you're. Uh, um, all I have is, um, I have uh, health points gone, mm-hmm. but all I have is one long rest, or one rage point, and I have two others. So I'm fine with taking a short rest. Okay. I'll just roll some hit okay. dice. Alright, so everybody else, uh, go ahead and hit the long rest button. Uh, who's on the, Yin, you're on the first watch? Sure, I'll take first watch. Uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, 17. Um, oh, come on! The woods are quiet as uh, night falls. Uh, you hear the sounds of faraway owls and uh, what sounds like maybe uh, maybe some sort of like bear off in the distance. Okay. Um, but nothing, nothing bothers your camp. Uh, you switch with Una. Una, roll me two perception checks. As I'm as I'm going to bed, I check on Shivani to see if she's able to get some sleep. Uh, she is resting. Nineteen. Natural twenty. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you, diehard eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the night is quiet. Uh, at one point, uh, you hear like a uh, twig snap in the woods. Uh, and when you kind of go investigate it, you see uh, what looks to be uh, kind of a, a fawn with a doe. Oh. They kind of look at you and then uh, hop away. 
Uh, and Imani, make me a perception check. Um, perception. 23. Okay. Um, the uh, sun rises on a uh, kind of cloudy, foggy morning. Uh, and you have a quiet watch. Okay. Yay, quiet watch. <laughs> Alright, it is the 44th day of the year 700. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, when Nan and I are up, both of us awake, I go, Hey, Yen, um, I'm feeling pretty good, but in case things get a little rough again, I wouldn't mind a little burst of heels before we head into something. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled like shit. <laughs> so I will cast. Oh no! We, we can just wait in case we think we hear something uh, or anything like that. Yeah, so no waste we ahead drop, of time. But if we get dropped into it. Then. If we get if we get nervous, then okay. How badly do you look? I'm I'm down twelve points, but it's not terrible. Okay. That's not too bad. No. <clears throat> uh, Shivani pulls herself up mm-hmm. off of Una the goes over to her, seeing her bedding. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> doesn't say anything. You know, we'll try to put a hand in her shoulder. She'll allow it. She flinches away as soon as you touch her. Then she uh, just puts both of her hands in her lap. She goes, can I get you anything? Do you need anything? Want something to eat? We got food here. We got water. I don't know. Do you have a spare arm lying around? (laughs) (laughs) That we don't. (laughs) Whatever she eats, we need salt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad you're at least feeling that much better Shivani turns her makeup is streaked and horrible her hair is a mess and she just looks at Una and says do I look like I feel better well you're talking so a little bit She will like, try to stand up. Like, like, if it's this is completely better, then maybe, like, this? She will stand up very wobbly because she's missing an arm. Una goes to help her even though she knows... Just instinctually goes to help her stand up even though she knows she probably will be rebuked. Yes, Shivani will push her hands away. I'm fine. I got it. I have it. Okay. I'm not okay. What was... What? That... That was a great question. (laughs) We went into something without figuring out exactly how terrible it would be to go into it. Yeah, And we we should have done a little bit more reconnaissance. And frankly, frankly, I know better than that, but 
we still went in. I'm very, very sorry, Shivani. And I will do whatever it takes to help you. Just watching that's for Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> I would like some water, please. I pull out my jug of endless water. (laughs) Our decanter, I think it is, Mm -hmm. technically. Yes. And I pour her some water in my nicest cup of water. My nicest cup I have. I drink it. And it may not be much, and I may not be able to restore your arm yet, but would you like a hand with your makeup? (laughs) <laughs> but I like a hand oh yes that's wonderful but I, like I look at you and I'm like we were progressing um, we were that was bad <laughs> and I pull out a, like a cloth pour some extra water on it and hand it to Stefani in case she wants to and, and I imagine bit. that Ian had did that completely intentionally and just gets very no. no, it was unintentional. No, no, no that's why I'm saying unintentionally. Unintentionally, <laughs> and his face just gets very like kind of reddish and yeah. Uh, I don't know if Herbold can blush, but whatever they do is what they do. Are we anywhere near the water? Yeah, yeah, we're right near the shore. I will, I will take the cloth and go down to the shore, right. and so Sh- Shivani will clean up. Shivani disappears into the fog. I'm um, I follow her with my bow. I'm out. not going to go close enough that I can see her bathing, <laughs> but I'm going to be close enough that I can hear she's, anything. She's, goes she's crazy. not bathing. She's just wiping. Yeah, but I mean, you want some privacy down. still, I assume. Imani doesn't particularly care about privacy. <laughs> she's just fully armed and and guarding. And Shivani's fully suspicious back. of the DMs. Fog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the first I heard of it, so it makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's always true. All right, so, uh, so is it like super foggy? Like we can't see anything foggy? It's like it's like yeah, it's like Seattle early morning fog. Pretty thick. So a couple feet. Yeah. Okay. That's gonna suck. But I can tell which way the the boat is, right? Yeah. I know which way we flew in. Okay. Yeah. So, question, Tress. Um, mm-hmm. The western part of the continent, I really don't know much about any of that at all, right? Uh, which continent? Uh, so, if we leave the um, the continent that the uh, the empire is on, and we go west mm-hmm. toward where Thoro is from, near the north of the. Yeah, you no. don't know. Yeah, you you have not West, been there. Right? Yeah, you, I don't know much. Okay, but all yeah, all you have is like to go on is the maps and Thor's ship. Were the maps? Did they show like how big cities were? Could we kind of figure out which yeah. one seems like the biggest city? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, Shivani. Uh, luckily, the um, you kind of play, you kind of as you head into the water, you look down and. And as the waves come in, you just kind of catch like this sort of distorted reflection of yourself in the choppy water. 
uh, and you cling your... Is, is the fog thick enough that I don't see anyone else? Yeah. Okay. Shivani tries to discreetly... It tries to be discreet as she starts crying, and I rolled a nine stealth. Oh, no. Can I roll perception? Passive perception. Everybody that's near her can tell. Okay. So We all, we all, we all look off awkwardly. Why is it doing that? There's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ignore her. Right? <clears throat> all right. Um... Luna feels a little worse. <laughs> so you have a you have you have a real deep and good cry, which does actually feel better to get those get that out. Um, and the uh, the salt of the water matches the salt of the tears on your face as you kind of clean yourself off. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh dear. Is that really loud for you guys? It's a little loud. Uh, what Sorry. Is what is that? So I live next to a fucking Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Alright, so uh, you take some time to collect yourself, clean yourself up, head back to the shore. Um, do you cast Prestidigitation on your clothes, or do you leave them kind of splattered? Um, I had to check and make sure that I knew prestidigitation. <laughs> oh yeah, you used a board uh, yeah. to clean yourself up. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I will I, as best that it can with mm-hmm. blood stains. It's actually pretty effective against blood stains. It's it's a ancient Carmenovan secret. So, <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, so uh, Shivani comes when back. When Luna hears uh, Shivani start heading back, she also retreats back as quietly as she can, so she doesn't seem like she was looking out for her. Imani doesn't try to hide. Right. So Shivani comes back. Um, her face cleaned off, her robe back to its pristine white glory. Um, mm, choice of words. Oh, yeah, that's ugly. <laughs> I was like, what is that noise? And I realized it's Colleen's cat who wants me to feed her. Um, uh. <laughs> uh, she's yelling pretty loud. I'm going to I'm gonna go yeah, down I'll and give her some... Feed Duncan because yeah. uh, he knows that yeah. it just encourages him. Right. Let's, let's, let's take a quick pause here. I'm going to run down and feed Sophia some food so she'll stop yelling. And then I'm going to... Uh, also switch my laundry out. So we'll be back in like three or four minutes. So we're unpaused. We're back in. So Shivani comes back up from the lake. Uh, her, her face cleared. Her her cloak cleaned. Um, uh, I do have. I do keep the cloak draped so that my right side is covered. Mm-hmm. Um, How's her hair looking? You've seen it look better. <laughs> If we had time, I'd summon I, Rupert and he'd take care of it, but I think we need to move. Yeah, okay. we do need to move. Alright. Um, who's the slowest on the team? I think everybody's at the same speed. 
I'm at 40. Except for I'm at 30. 30. Yeah. I got that barbarian shit kicking in. Yeah. For about five bitches. Yeah, all, five. <clears throat> all right. All right. So, uh, on foot the rest of the way. Yeah, I'll uh, the uh, tail. Well, I mean, just so you guys know, keep a very close eye out because if we see people, I can cast rope trick again and try to fly and dash and get us somewhere. You can also hide um, in the pocket dimension. You can all, four of you go up in there and pull the rope up and then it's just completely yeah. invisible. So, But um, that won't gain us any ground towards our... But it might like somebody just walk by you that's not looking for mm-hmm. you. Um, are you doing uh, your um, Pass Without a Trace? Pass- um, I, I, I don't think so because I only have two second level spell slots. Okay. Do I feel like we need it? Um, what, what do you use you haven't seen any for? sign of pursuers yet, but I leave it up to you. I mean, what do you guys think? I only have two second level spells, um, and rope trick is second level, and so is past that. What would you need the other one for? If we need to hide rope trick, we could all go into the pocket dimension. Well, yeah. Right. So, what would you need the second second level spell slot for? It only lasts for an hour. Oh. Well, and I think I think we're. Probably, I think an hour would be fine. We're probably okay because um, we flew here, so we've only been on the ground for a little while, and it would be hard for them to track us using the animals the, the way that they did before. I'd say passing out a trace seems like a good idea. Okay. Get a pencil. <clears throat> I cast pass without trace. Right. So now I'll roll stealth? Uh, yeah, everybody roll stealth. And then add 20. Or 10. Sorry, 10. 10. 10. Only 10. 22. 28. <laughs> 16. Well, it's it's 10 plus our actual modifier, right? Yeah. Yeah. 28. <laughs> right? 18, 28, yeah. All right, you all creep through the woods so effectively that, like, you even, like, pass close within, like, wild animals who don't seem to notice you. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, for at least the next hour until the spell wears off. Um, yeah. But still, you feel like you've gotten uh, pretty pretty far away. Um, um, so... Uh, uh, Into the roll room. me a survival check, uh, Amani. Nice. Um, really fucking good. Um, twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Eighteen plus seven is that twenty-five? Yep. Cool. Since I'm in the back, can I roll perception to see if anyone's on our tail? Sure. Eighteen. Yeah, unless they're an invisible ghost, do you think you're pretty safe? Well, you never know. <laughs> you never <laughs> ever know. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, as the um, 
As the sun gets low on the western horizon, uh, casting a multitude of colors over the bay, uh, you know, oranges and yellows and pinks and purples, uh, you guys see a sight that makes your hearts leap with joy. Uh, as you see, anch- uh, anchored just off the shore, the dragon's fury. Oh, cool. It's so we were able to make it there in a day? A uh, day plus your it fly time. Your fly time shortcutted time. you a fair bit. Nice. So. I say that we go on as quietly as we can and scope things out in case anyone's gotten on there while we've been gone. I think that's a good precaution. You <laughs> <laughs> could suggest something that might annoy everyone. No. <laughs> All right. we, could, we could approach from the ocean side <clears throat> sneak up on a boat do you cast walk oh, on water right. yeah I could cast walk on water we could take a big circle around it and come at it from the from the ocean side sure I don't think that's a terrible idea I don't know why that's annoying, but okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's Sean's like square-shaped peg for every circle situation. Yeah. <laughs> God, God damn it, quickly! You can cast water walk and <laughs> again. Every plan's like, could I cast water walk? Could that help? It seems <laughs> legit. No, no, this is a this is a very good time to use water walk. Give yourself inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay! Okay. All right. I so. Cast it. You guys kind of quietly make your way across the rolling waves of the bay, kind of walking. It's kind of surreal because you kind of have to like walk. It's almost like going th- like through hills. You kind of have to walk <laughs> up and down the waves as you. Is it kind of like walking on a trampoline that's moving? A little bit. Um, I look over to uh, Yen and kind of like stays whisper. This is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for you, though, it's uh, the weather's fairly calm today. Um, the fog burnt off in the morning, and uh, it's nice. been just sort of a pleasant 74, 75 degrees all, all day. Um, uh, as you guys get close to the Dragon's Fury, uh, roll perception checks, everybody. Natural 20! Nice. It's a different dice, too. 16. <laughs> I rolled my dice off my table, so I think that counts as a one. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, eight. Okay. Um, aside from the sounds of, like, the wa- the waves, like, slapping against the side of the ship, uh, you hear nothing on board. Amani, uh, Yen, you guys want to check the low decks? Mm-hmm. And I'll start pulling up the anchor and getting things ready to go up top. Okay. Okay. We go below. Hey, yeah, uh, search around to see if there's anything hiding other right. than what we left. Uh, roll me perception checks. Oh, hey, finally. Uh, 23. 18. 
Oh no, he's thinking too long. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just waiting for um, Amanda's roll. Oh, what was I rolling for? Oh no, you were so sorry. So you were pulling the anchor up. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> everything seems to be more or less the way you left it. Cool. <laughs> you made me so nervous, right? <laughs> you were doing a lot of like facial movements there, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh. Shivani only has one arm. What are we going to do? <laughs> Is that going to functionally impair her fighting? No. Not for now. Okay. I mean, she can't dual wield, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to give do her you... like, any pillows. She also does have a sword. Hey, Shivani, do you have a sword? No. Like a backup? I have my dagger. Uh, I, I give you one of my short swords. I, I mean, obviously, I have a dagger. You're you're gonna use a dagger over a short sword plus one. Can can I roll a perception check to see how nice that sword sword looks and how nice Shivani's dagger looks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, the Amani's Amani's short sword rolled, is magically. I rolled twenty one. Uh, Shivani's <laughs> dagger looks like a, a very fancy but otherwise mundane dagger. I mean, I'm gonna want it back. It was a gift from my sister, but go on. Maybe just put it on your hip for now, and in case you need it later, you can grab it. I'm fine. Thank you. All right. So, I have an idea for a plan. But I want to know what everyone else's ideas are before everyone who has an idea, we put one out. And then we decide on one. I think we should leave this accursed continent behind. Find a new home for our people and say, put our backs to this place forever. Um, it was pointed out to me when I was grilling the DM at brunch today that we <laughs> are no player knowledge. Yeah, I mean player knowledge. No, but no, I, no, I think no, this one no, no. Be, this I think this one could have. It, he pointed it out because it should have occurred to us. We're disgustingly rich now. Oh no, I know that. I have that. In my I did. I'm no, we're fucking rich. We are loaded. There's a dragon. You're from underground. You have no idea what money's worth. <laughs> Money isn't the issue. The issue is we are on a boat that we can't sail. We can sail it, kind of. Okay, so here is what I'm thinking. And I don't think we have enough supplies for all of us to get anywhere. <laughs> Wait, can you create food and water? Yeah, can you create food and water? I can create food and water. Also, for some reason, I bought um, 49 rations. <laughs> so, Yin can create food and water. So, we have food and water to us where we're going. Um, though, we have to sit. stay awake for a while which would probably be an issue, but we can't really find people to man the boat here. I feel like that would be very difficult. And going around... I'm not confident in the ability to steer the boat around the continents that we're currently on. I'm more confident steering towards the bigger continent and based on the maps going towards the largest city we can find. Maybe, Shivani, we can find somebody that can help you out. And then maybe 
just going we straight. We can find all those. Yeah, straight across the channel or the yeah, sea or whatever it is. I Go mean, as far as we can it, towards hopefully this on the map from Isn't it survival that we would be rolling to power the boat, basically? Yeah, and both you and I are good at that, so we yeah. can switch off. Chris, is that right? Yeah. Survival. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And both Imani and I are good at that, so mm-hmm. we can switch off in order to steer the boat. I feel towards. like I should probably buy the uh, Ghosts of Saltmarsh book. I think it has more sailing <laughs> rules in it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at this point, I think it's our only option. We've We've been thoroughly ass-kicked on this island. <laughs> and we need to get off of it oh, and like find help. We do owe Captain Thora to try to help her, but we obviously got our asses spanked last time we tried to do it, so we need to. We can't. Hopefully, help she'll survive long enough for us to come back and help her later on. Is is that island to the left of the continent? Is that part of the Empire too? Yes, I remember Thora mentioned it. And then the the island to the south. That's actually the tip of a this a continent to the south. <clears throat> so we know about that. Yeah, but getting there. Well, if we just jog around, we we jog around the coast to the. Do we have the big jog- map? Yeah, there yeah it, is. it just came out of the map. Well, that's the problem, though. Going around the continent is much more technically difficult than going a. Straight over to Astarta. Yeah, so we're right here. Like, is there a big city here or over here? Uh, let me. <laughs> so there's there's a lot circles. of things binging on this map. Bing, bing, bing <laughs> goes the trolley. Oh god, not again! I just got that out of my head, Chris. Sorry, I am a monster. Um, here we go. So as you <laughs> as you look at your maps, what? yeah, and you look due west, uh, you realize that that little um, peninsula there that's due west of where you guys are at, uh, that's in the center of the frost giant lands that are south of Valdehai. Um, ah. um, so maybe more of a. So how about a straight line, like right here to lower the <laughs> Yeah, more like this. Like okay, that's Valdeheim. Yeah, no, I'm thinking like I like that. Uh, What's down there on the maps? Uh, that's the nation of Evolia. Evolia. Yeah, A V O L I A. Yeah, and there's there's uh, definitely a big port city. Uh, Along along that way, I say we head to that. I mean, it's and not towards the I mean, look at it that. Is. But we have food. We have the ability to make food. It's going to take us a while anyway, so we're not good at this. Which is why I think we should take the shorter route. <laughs> we're not going to go to Frost Giant Land. No, we just we have to go up here. That's Valdeheim. Yeah. Up in the it's Frost Giants. No, no, there's no. a... No, Valdeheim's where Thor is from. Yeah. Let's she see said it I... sucks. <laughs> yeah, she is not very fond of it. That is that is that is true. Let's not go there. All right, so let's see this. 
how progressive this is Valdeheim. do Valdeheim is, like technological wise? Um, what's that? What was your question, Amanda? How how technologically advanced do we think Valdeheim was from uh, uh, knowing or uh, the way she talked about it? Not very. Let's not go to Valdeheim. <laughs> That's Volia. And then everything between the two is Frost Giant Land. <laughs> or Giant mm-hmm. Land. Let's not go to the Frost Giant Land. <laughs> I'm sorry, why are we not going to Valdeheim? Um, because because want... Amanda doesn't want to. <laughs> I want to. So, Shivani, I'm thinking we have a lot of money. I want to go somewhere that with people who have studied medicine and could help you out with your arm. That's Do we what know I'm what's thinking. down here? Uh, Do we know what's down here? That's why I don't want to grow the Valdeheim. Uh, that's Fidelia. It's kind of an elven forest. I mean, oh, the forest, there forest doesn't seem really advanced either. Because we have to go all the way across. I mean, tell me, Una, do you know of any place that does have the kind of medical technology to help me out? Well, they can't regrow you an arm, but they could do something. Like, I know people who have prosthetics put in after being in battle. Isn't it possible like, to regrow something like that? Yeah, there's clerics out there. I don't think it's possible. Was this back at your homeland? Shivani. Yes. But, no, actually it wasn't. Well, yeah, it was. So people from my homeland, but in different areas. So, so it's a place I'm just saying, if you go to a bigger city, there's a better chance that you'd be able to find something like that. And do we know where a bigger city is? Yeah. If we go to the other place, not Valdeheim, but the lower one. What's the lower one again, Chris? Evolia. Evolia. Evolia, I think we have a chance at finding something to help you out. What do we know of Evolia from what's on the ship? Well, it's big. Um, not as big as that one. <laughs> the city's bigger. Uh, what do you know about Evolia? Uh, it's kind of a uh, it's it's a kind of a large pastoral uh, sort of fertile farm country land. Um, uh, they're very uh, um, deity focused there, um, but they do a lot of a lot of trade on the uh, on the inner coasts there. If it's a big trade place, there's chances that there's something coming in. Even if the people aren't as advanced, there's chances that there's stuff in the port cities. Well, and any any of these places will have a capital. And that would be the best place to find a cleric with sufficient power to restore Shivani's arm. I think restoring might be a little above what we can do at the moment. But trying to help you a little bit would be nice. We have a shit ton of money, and we don't even know what's down in the hold. 
Caitlin, we can't hear you. Can't hear you, Caitlin. You muted. I forgot. I muted myself. Um, I think that while we're having this discussion, regardless, we have to get out of the bay. So let's continue to talk about it, but let's weigh anchor and start going the westish direction, and then we can make a decision as we go. Because we're right now, we're just sitting ducks in this bay for that dirigible. Well, the dirigible's already gone north. Yeah, but it moves way faster than this boat does, as we've already seen. Okay, we'll weigh anchor and head southwest. Westish. (laughs) Southish west. (laughs) (laughs) And if we decide to go northish west, I will change it, but for now. (laughs) I have the wheel. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to take the wheel. <laughs> oh, Lori. Alright. So, you guys weigh anchor and head off the best you can with your kind of skeleton crew. Mm-hmm. No. I guess I should specify this since this is D&D, not literal skeleton crew. I was going to say, you guys <laughs> are... Completely not undead and convenient crew. Yes. <laughs> we lost all of our ghosties. Yeah. Is Shivani still up on deck? No. Mm. What, what is Shivani doing? Shivani is... In the immediate, she's going to um, go to whatever room they've been staying in, and she's going to summon Kesha. All right. Um, the uh, the sword summons like the pieces of the sword summoned into your hands. No, oh, no. All the pieces, or just like the hilt? All the pieces. She'll tuck those in her bag of holding for now. Is Yen or Amani up on deck? Yeah, I'm on deck. Yen, are you? Yeah. I call Yen over towards me. You turn over? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, how about, uh, can you tell Shivani for now to go ahead and make herself comfortable in the captain's quarters? Huh. <clears throat> sure. One thing, okay. I was, one thing I was going to, to recommend. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of gold and stuff on this boat. We should count it out and see what we got. Yeah, we might also want to make sure it's in um, portable <laughs> carrying cases in case we sink the boat. Um, did the dragon up. have a bunch Yen. of holding? Yin! You need to have more faith in us. And I feel like you just jinxed us. I don't know um, if you have jinxes where you guys come from, but we do. We're right. 
<laughs> and I'm feeling very bad right now. I'm very worried. We are. <laughs> we are at. Uh, Never say anything like that ever again. <laughs> we are. We are at seven eighths total arms than we had yesterday. I think. Uh, really, the arm jokes, the man. It happened yesterday. <laughs> Yin. Yin. <clears throat> My dear best friend, Yin. I, I feel like we got this. I have I confidence do. in us and our ability. I didn't call you over. You're still where you were. Uh. <laughs> Did you walk over? Did you say you walked over, Caitlin? Sure, I walk over. <laughs> okay, now you can join our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe for now we keep the arm jokes too very uh, quiet, and maybe don't do it because that still seems kind of mean to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you can't resist it, at least keep it very quiet and very far away from Shivani. That, that wasn't a joke; it was a legitimate concern. It is a legitimate very, concern, but it was also. Very- I think we need to be very careful about how we plan going forward. But, I mean, we already know it's not going to functionally affect Shivani's ability to fight. That she says, that she thinks, we don't know for sure. I mean, she also does have a lot of magic ability, so that's helpful. But, I mean, it's going to affect her mentally, and <laughs> I, I just... your mental ability affects the way you fight. So I think well, it's, we have to still be worried about it for a while. And it also, I'm certain it's affecting the way she's feeling about the three of us right now, because she didn't want to go into this fight and she ended up leaving without an arm. So it's going to affect the way that she feels about us. So I think we need to treat her as best as we can, because we're going into who knows what sort of shit. But and we need to make sure that she is confident in us as a group, and she's not right now. So we need to do our best to make her feel better about that, because otherwise we're not going to survive what we may be going up against. I mean, let's be realistic. She doesn't like me to begin with, so I'll just treat her the same as I did before. Absolutely. I mean, that's good. No arm jokes in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> that's most of what I'm right for. No arm jokes. <laughs> We work to make her subtly work to make her feel confident. Well, in any case, I'll I'll go drag the the captain's chests into the hold with the rest of the horde. We can get working on counting that and do what you said and and offer Shivani the captain's quarters for her to rest. And then I'll. And didn't the dragon have bags of holding? Yeah. I think it would be a great idea to put all of that hoard as much as we possibly can into the bags of holding, because there's nothing to say. I mean, I have full confidence that we're going to be fine, but if that dirigible comes back, I don't want to abandon all that gold if we got to run in yeah. some other fashion. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying, because a couple of things you said, I'm not saying we baby Shivani. I'm saying that she's been through a traumatic experience and we respect it and help her all we can. Yeah. I go, bomb, to, I go, I go <laughs> drag the chests into the hold and start counting. 
Well, and I'll let and let Shivani know that, that. Do you, um, out of curiosity, do you keep Thora's loot separate from Keldahinder's loot? For now, in, the, in terms of the counting, yes. I figure we can use it if and when we go back to help her. I'm saying when, but the rest of them is if we go back to help her. But until then, we don't go into her shit. I mean, really, it all belongs to her. I would think. Keldahinder yeah. had his stuff. He's a dragon, and he's dead. So, yeah, but she was his partner. Or he was I hurt. feel like she respected his autonomy <laughs> <laughs> and his belongings and that autonomy. Oh, I oh, me. <laughs> oh, good. <clears throat> I am awful good. <laughs> so we have plenty of money ourselves. We only need to deal with that in case the ship goes down or if we run out of whatever money we have. Or if we can try to hire some sailors <laughs> at some right, point. Yeah. Keep the ship going. I feel like both of their movies would appreciate that. <laughs> Una being dumb, kind of dumb, thinks they would, but Amanda knows it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> All right, so uh, I've got you guys a stat block for your ship. I'm what does that mean? To... Your ship has a stat block. In case we fuck it up. Well, not how much we fuck it up. Um, What's the skull for? The boat has before it sinks. Yeah, why is there a skull? I don't like that skull. That is giant land. That is me reminding you. Um, (laughs) Giant land would be there. Here lies death. Right there. Why are both of these red? Are they the same country, or are you colorblind with GR? <laughs> no, I just want to know. If there's any color weirdness, it's because I'm colorblind. Okay, I just, I'm just wondering because they look the same to me. Um, it's this one, the big one under Finagara, and the one right above and the word Vierta. Wasn't one red, one green? No, nope, no. Was red. Oh, well, the this one, one the, and- the big one was supposed to be green, but the colors okay. matter. The only reason the colors are there is just so you can distinguish that they're different. So, okay, yeah, no, I figured. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like U.S. and Alaska. No, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, you count up. Um, all of uh, Kelda Hinder's Horde. Um, shoot. I had written down... Let me see if I can find it real quick. Sorry, it's been a few weeks since we played. I had written down all the spell scrolls that he had had. Yes, Shivani will identify any magic items. Did I put that list? <laughs> I can only imagine how complicated your Google Drive is. <laughs> I, I actually keep it all in one eye. Uh, well, 
No, I do actually have a really large D&D folder. I have, I have like four D&D folders spread out over the place, but all my notes I keep in one app uh, mm. called Scrivener. Um, oh, I love Scrivener. I've heard that's nice. It's good for writing. Yeah. Though it in itself is getting to be very, <laughs> very complicated. Um, ships of the Empire. Is Scrivener free now or are you paying for it? No, I paid for it. Okay. It's, I've been it's, thinking about paying for it. Is it worth it? Yeah, I couldn't live without this. Cool. You can also try worldanvil.com. Um, worldanvil.com? Mm-hmm. I thought you said roll dangle, and I'm like, dangle? Um, <laughs> That's well, a I, very different website. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> it's funnier the longer I think about it. <laughs> I love that it's the two of you. And, and, and not, not you and me. And not me. Oh, here we go. Um, uh, she, uh, here's the third level spell scrolls that you find in Caldehinder's possession. Uh, water walk. Water breathing. Here, actually, I'll just copy this and put it. Um, it's a lot easier. Into the chat. Um, you can also assume that uh, Caldehinder has at least one scroll of each first level and second level spell. All nice. of them. All of them. Oh. Knock! And there is, in fact, Does that a knock. mean we have knock? There is, in Did fact, I a knock spell. Knock? One scroll of knock in there. I gave them knock when we did the one shot the other day. Uh, spell <laughs> scrolls were apparently, like, called the Hinder's, like, weird collective collection thing, so. I have no idea what that's <laughs> like. Easy um, completest. <laughs> he has to get uh, every single thing. Um... Let's see. Uh, He's on eBay like nonstop. And spells. then you got you got the spell gem with Ray's dead in it. Um, you found the uh, in Thora stash. You found the carved pearl that can cast hollow or hallow. Did um, we do anything with it? No. No, we just took, we just left it there. And then, as far as currency, uh, you find the equivalent of 25,000 gold pieces worth of currency. And gems, platinum, copper, and all that. What's the split between Caldehinder and Thora? That's, this is all Caldehinder. Oh, that, that's all Caldehinder's? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and are, are, is, is all of that in um, bags of holding? Uh, you can make it. No, he slept on it like a bed. So you can, you can, he does have some, he does have, how many who here is a bag of holding? Just Shivani? I he, do. Yeah, uh, he conveniently has two more bags of holding. Okay. Yeah. 
That makes things easy. <laughs> what color are they? Uh, what color is these? Your, what's, Yen, what's yours? Color-wise? Um, Shivani, I'm going to ask you the same question. I don't remember purple. Yeah, I don't remember either. Let me check if I wrote it down on my sheet here. Uh, other? Yes, purple velvet bag of holding. Yeah, no, I, want to th- I want to say yours is green. I think so, too. Because I think it was what to match the... Um, the cloaks? Match the cloak. Yeah. Well, I got the green cloak, didn't I? You had the green cloak? Yeah. Yin has the sky blue one. I think. Yeah, because isn't your fur blue? Yeah. All right, well, you find yeah, a... Yeah, I have the purple cloak. All right. Well, you find <laughs> you find you find a uh, white bag of a white uh, bag of holding and a sky blue bag of holding. Okay. Well, is keeping hers. I already I already had a. You're I, already a I already had a bag of holding. I think it was only. I'll take the blue one. Who knows? that didn't have one. I guess that leaves me with the white one. That's not very stealthy, but <clears throat> I try and tie it underneath my cloak so nobody can see it. You also dye it, you know. <laughs> Do we have the supplies for that? Yeah, I mean, you can any... like tie it behind you like a fanny pack. Any port city would have it. There you go. <laughs> so, do you want? You guys want to split uh, up? The money? My food just got here. I'll be right back. All right. Has your food still arrived? Uh, it'll be here in like five minutes. Sounds good because I'm close to being done with this alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I have been drinking all day. <clears throat> Any particular reason, or just because you can? Because I can. <laughs> nice. Um, we were putting together some IKEA furniture, and Paul gave me a drink, and I started that, and I haven't stopped. And I hurt my finger. Hmm. I have a feeling IKEA furniture is a pretty good reason to start drinking anyway. I, know, I actually really love assembling IKEA furniture. It's, I find it relaxing. Try putting a dead all together by yourself. I usually do it by myself. I'm just large. That, that's the um, the display case, right? Yeah, I did. I did actually. I that said, is fucking brutal. I set that up by myself. Those, it's very those doors are almost impossible to put together by yourself. Yeah. So you were very lucky. Those doors sliding them on is fucking terrible. I did it. I did it by myself too. But I like leaned part of it up against an arch and had to wrap around it. And oh god, what a pain in the balls! I still did, but so like the hardest part is the doors. So I'm very impressed by your mastery of that, Chris. Oh, thank you. Like that's very impressive to me that you got the doors to go on well by yourself. Hey, those doors are bullshit and I hate them. <laughs> now so has the door that fucked up my finger. It's like all black right here and it was bleeding like crazy. Oh, it's all on it. <clears throat> There's a decent chance I'll end up losing my nail with this I'm going to go ahead and pause this since we're waiting.
people have muted and, and Discord hasn't crashed once. So hey, that's good. Cool. That's right. right. So um, I can you guys the uh, stats of your ship. Uh, as you can see, you can move 120 miles per day. Um, it is uh, 1,300 miles to. Uh... Yep. So it'll be 11 days of travel on the sea. Yar. Yar. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, so what I, instead of, instead of, um, dragging this out into something very, I don't know, detail-oriented and boring, um, we're going to assume that Una's the captain, uh, and then Yamani as the ranger, you'll be the quartermaster, um, and then, uh, Yen and Shivani, you'll just be working along with Amani to, uh, uh, like rig sails and um, do things like that. Um, okay. So, um, I need. Oh, who wants to be the lookout? Can't be. It has to be Yen or Shivani. How are you looking, Yen? Um, should it be? Would it be possible to, to use a dash? There is no dash. Only Zool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Shivani doesn't have the material components that. to recast the dash at the moment. That's I do, actually. I have enough for one more casting. Mm. But I think we're going to hold off on that. Uh, Shivani will be the lookout if, if that is... Mm-hmm. What is wanted? Um, not sure. If Yin might be more more eagle-eyed than her, but she's she's willing to do it. On a scale of one to twenty, how good are you guys? <laughs> I'm about, a, about a three. I'm about a five. So there's a minor difference. On what? Perception. Looking at stuff. You 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 uh, your you have other duties you have to do, Imani. Yeah. You gotta quarter the masters and master the quarters. All right. Every um, little bit helps. So let's say Yen, you're five, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I so you guys out. are you guys are doing the best you can taking this ship across open waters um, with just the barest of crews. Mm-hmm. Um uh, all the while keeping your fingers crossed that you don't run into anything, either literally or figuratively. <laughs> um, so, um, make me a survival check, money. Oh, I will. Um, Yin and yeah, we'll just say you guys take turns. So, Yin and Giovanni, both of you make me perception checks, guys. Does anyone have inspiration? They can. Yeah, take mine. <laughs> Wait, I'm not supposed to be the one rolling this, right? I'm captaining. Yeah, and then um, okay. Amanda, make me a chariz- oh charisma check. Oh. oh no! I used to be so good at these. What was I supposed to roll? Um, survival. Survival. 
nobody else has a tourism uh, or inspiration because I didn't want to Amani, do they? Amanda, you're, you don't need to worry about to Amanda. Amanda, you don't need to worry oh, about okay. inspiration fears. It's just it's a morale check. Mm. Oh, <laughs> uh, I rolled a four plus one, so five. <laughs> I rolled a three. I'm a barbarian, so I had a ten. <laughs> wow. I had a 17 perception. 22 perception. Wow. Well, at least we know what's around us. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be where we're going. I rolled also, a nat one, and then I rolled a goddamn... Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you see a familiar soul-shaped hill. Hove into view. <laughs> I mean, 10 isn't a complete fail. No. Um, uh, you do, so uh, you guys um, make it, <laughs> you guys make it out into the ocean, though. You do come closer to that uh, kind of big island to the southwest than you want to. You can see uh, you can see um, Mount uh, Plama Novej in the distance. And you see, like, a number of uh, imperial ships, like, coming and going from it. Uh, and in, in addition to other ships, too. Like, you see ships coming in from across the ocean, like, laden with goods. Um, no no one seems to pay you any special attention. Um, okay. So, uh, you're going to spend most of these 11 days, like, very busy keeping the ship going. Um, but each of you has a couple hours of downtime each day, and I would just like to know how you spend it. Uh, we'll start with, uh, Amanda, Captain, Captain Una. Damn it! I wanted to go last. All right, we'll start. Fine. Captain's prerogative. We'll start with (laughs) Quartermaster Amani. What... Um, writing in my journal, meditating, practicing. Practicing what? Um, fighting. If Shivani's at all interested, I'll train with her or Una. Um, yeah, figured. Um, just trying to stay sharp and not bored. Okay. Yen, how about you? I think I would be <clears throat> praying for guidance mostly. Mm-hmm. The um, trying to reconcile the fact that this continent is our home, and also this continent has thoroughly rejected us, and like us individually and our people. <laughs> so, <laughs> trying to trying to mentally half a course to uh, <clears throat> I don't know kind of reconcile what that means yes. okay um, roll me a wisdom wisdom check with with proficiency come on good dice I don't have any of those <laughs> you need more dice I only have like four hundred. 
wisdom with proficiency. Ooh, I rolled well. Um, twenty-six. Okay. You realize that Absgard is not a place, people. <laughs> yeah, what? Asgard is not a place, but it's people. <laughs> um. I'm proud. No fucking shame. Um, I appreciate you and everything about you. <laughs> Do you ever attempt to uh, reach out to Captain Thora again? You should try. I, Una would have heard- encouraged him to reach out to her to be like, we've fucked our first attempt to save you, but we'll try again. We just yeah, need a little time. I think I would I think I would try to try to reach out to her and just let her know that you know we are going to try to rescue her or All right. you're, gonna, you're gonna hate me. But I, I wanna hear your twenty five words in character that you send to her. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, let me think. Um Can I help him? Sure. Yeah, this is. I'm assuming this is like a dinner after Yin has summoned yet more magical food. You should be like, our first attempt failed. There will be another. Um, Have hope. Keep your spirits high. We'll try (laughs) again soon. (laughs) That's like 18. We will find you no matter what happens. Uh, no, no matter what occurs. Alright, so, Ian, give me your... Um, <laughs> uh, first attempted rescue, horrible failure. <laughs> Retreating to lick our wounds. We will... What? <laughs> what? No, no, what counts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will return what? when we can to try again. You got five. Be left. strong. Yeah, be strong. We'll come back. Love you. Love That's twenty five. Um, you, you actually, you actually get a response. Really? Oh, um, nice. She says, uh, uh, thanks. I'm in a large room with four beds, apparently, a hundred feet above a city. They are feeding me no harm to me yet. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. Tell her not to rip the walls apart or they'll put her in a cell. <laughs> And I'll tell you... Not that you should really need to tell somebody that. It would be common sense. But you never know, apparently. (laughs) That was wondering. I have more conjured tofu. (laughs) Um, Yen, uh, you should keep in touch with her. Like, every couple of days, check in. See how she's doing. See if things change. If she's still in the room, like, Avani's friends stayed in the room for apparently... Decades. When, if they after, change where she is, we should probably think about going back and trying to help her. After after uh, that, after we have a discussion, I'll send her another message that uh, just says, you know, 
Sounds familiar. <laughs> Recommend don't destroy furnishings or facilities. <laughs> cells Tell are, her I say hi. <laughs> cells are much worse. Una says hi. <laughs> <laughs> We'll check in every few days. Good luck. I was going to say, ask her how much of her stuff we're allowed to sell in order to win her freedom. (laughs) (laughs) Tavani's smart. I don't remember how many words I have left. I think you were like 15. Anywho, we'll say over the course of the few days, you check in with her. Uh, She tells you... Uh, sell anything you can, they'll get her freedom back, uh, with the exception of the carved pearl in her chest. Okay. I want to see what that looks like. I don't remember there being a carved pearl. Yeah, it's the thing that can cast hallow that you guys said was useless. Oh! Oh, yeah, the useless thing. (laughs) Um, it's, uh, it's from, it's, uh, it's uh, carved in the shape of a calamity holy symbol. I'm going to keep a hold of that. It's, that's all right with everyone. Can you Seems use the notes? No, I'm going to start putting it in my pocket. All right. Anything, else, anything else you do in your free time, Yen? No, I think that's about it. Um, what's, your, what's your, like, how's your emotional state as you kind of get some distance from uh, from the fight and also from the continent. I think um, pissed and confused. <laughs> you know, and nothing yeah. is nothing has really gone nothing has really gone well. Um, and you know, I think I think Ian is a Ian is someone that would that generally either thinks or expects the best of, of people because just that's who he is. So that's who he tries to, or that's who he kind of automatically assumes other people are. And, and the, the behavior of the empire has been a, has been a betrayal of that. So, you know, and also I think the it's challenging to his faith that the, um, that the home of his people, you know, the, mm. Because of his god, his goddess the goddess of hearth and home. You know that the home of his people hates his people. So that's challenging. So a lot of introspection and gazing out at the ocean. Okay. Shivani, how do you spend your eleven days on the water? Shivani you, avails her. <clears throat> sorry, I was just going to say in the in the brief little bits of spare time you get. Sure, Shivani avails herself of whatever books might be on board in the the captain's library, mm-hmm. and she will try to use. Um, if um, Thora has any like personal writings or journals, she will try to continue her her uh, 
lessons now self-taught in learning the language of Valdeheim. Cool. Uh, she, she doesn't keep much in the way of a personal journal, but she does keep pretty dutiful ship's logs about places she's been, uh, above-board business she's done to kind of keep a good front for the smuggling. Um, you also find um, several books of, like, uh, uh, Valdeheim poetry. Ooh. Um, is it any good? Some of it is. Some of it's pretty bad. Is it Ronnie? No. Yeah. It's all, I mean, it's like that demonstration she gave you a lot of it. It's kind of that um, very um, uh, narrative driven uh, kind of tale poetry. Skull. Like Beowulf? A little bit like Beowulf, yeah. Like, uh, skulls, I think they're called. <laughs> Is it written in, like, sort of an archaic sort of version of the language, or is it, like, modern Valdeheim? It's modern. Modern Valdeheim. Okay. Yeah, it's what they still do there. Um, uh, about halfway through your trip, Shivani, not to pile on you, but uh, <laughs> uh, you receive a magical oh, message. Yeah. Shivani. In what form does this, ma- does this magical message take? Perhaps in your head. It's a, it's a spell of sending. Mm-hmm. Shivani, uh, this is Professor Kartra. Uh, we found Aramil dead. He had the gem of seeing on his person. Do you know how he got it? <laughs> I like that Matt froze for a second there. I was like, Matt's just like, I'm out. Matt's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm no, bye. <laughs> I'm in a <an> tunnel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will reply back. I I don't see how that's possible. I still have the gem of seeing with me. Ooh, because <laughs> you certainly don't, right? No. <laughs> uh, you got ten more words left. Anything else you want to add, or you end it there? I'll end it there. <laughs> Uh, after uh, roll me, oh, roll me also a, a deception check. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Ooh, that's a natural nineteen plus one, so twenty. Um, uh, Professor Carter comes back after a bit and says, "Um, oh, that's quite disconcerting." Apparently, Aramil has a way to fabricate or duplicate magical objects. Of course, you weren't involved. Sorry to bother you. Luckily, you said he was dead, though, so he's no longer a problem. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Uh, You'll get any more messages from Professor Karcher this trip. It's the Stone of Seeing? The Gem of Seeing. Gem of Seeing. It lets, it lets the user use true sight. I mean, that would have been good to bring with us, honestly. Yeah, well, Shivani had alternate plans for that stone. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. All right, anything, anything else you do on your trip? Do you guys want to split up that cash? 
I think Shivani organizes and categorizes all of the spell scrolls mm-hmm. in a very organized fashion because she needs something to do. Yeah. yeah. And earmarks, or not literally earmarks, mm-hmm. but makes a list of the ones she wants to copy into her spell book once they get to a place where she can buy the stuff she needs to do that. Great. Yeah. All right, Captain Una. Okay. How do you spend uh, your, your, your little downtime on the sea? Though by my roles, obviously not that good at it. Um, and being the fact that Una's never quite gained the Anakara role in her tribe. Um, she tries her best to do, like, leader stuff that she's seen leaders do. <laughs> so, like, when Mamani um, obviously wants somebody to help her do some training, work with her in training, she'll go and help with that. Um, if Yin or Shivani do anything that seems like they're, when she's free and seems like they could use a hand, she'll offer um, some help with that. Um, otherwise, she's just trying to make sure that the rest of the crew is healthy and happy as much as they can be. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you really take on the leadership mom role. Um, More mom Una. I love mom Una. And uh, all right, so the dragon's fury makes its way uh, across the ocean, uh, and after eleven days, Shivani. Uh, you're up in the crow's nest when you see uh, off in the distance uh, land approaching. Do you guys think we need to put the fake nickname on it? I don't think so. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Uh, what, what, oh, sorry. Oh, oh my goodness. What, what is it that they, <laughs> they, they say in these situations? Uh, land ho! <laughs> Excellent, thank you, Savani. Um, and for those at, for those at home, Matt waved initially with both hands to show the light at seeing land, and then <laughs> and then quickly tucked one below camera. <laughs> Do you guys think we need to put the uh, fake name on there? Because she said she's been to a bunch of different places, right? Yeah, I As think pirate. that's like her legal name or whatever. I mean, we still have a fake name on there at the moment. If I always still have Dragon's Fury on there. Mm-mm. Okay. It's whatever one she put on the last time we pulled into a port. Okay. I said Dragon's Fury, so I thought I still said that. No, so you could go back to the Dragon's Fury. It's up to you. No, we don't want it. The fake name. <laughs> we don't want it on. Fake names are great. <laughs> All right, so um, you guys, uh, you guys find that you're a little far north of uh, the city of Farpool, um, which is the big port city uh, on the uh, coast. Uh, luckily, you're able to kind of follow a couple other ships that seem to be heading that direction. Um, uh, so it's day. Uh, it's near the end of day. I 50- got it. <laughs> it's cool. 
Uh, near the end of day 55 of year 700, uh, you guys, um, you guys uh, approach the city. Um, you see kind of a, a lush, uh, these lush hills um, that appear to be covered with um, some sort of vineyards. Um, uh, these kind of uh, stucco houses with uh, clay tile roofs. We're in California. Yeah, we are. Uh, um, and you see this sort of far pool. Uh, and you see this um, sort of dense city um, uh, kind of rising up, uh, getting closer. Uh, and uh, overlooking it, you see this kind of uh, very large um, uh, white stone castle that looks maybe four stories tall, kind of on a hill overlooking the rest of the town. Impressive. Uh, uh, and you guys kind of come around a corner and uh, you see uh, a lot of ships are anchored kind of off the coast. Um, and it looks like a lot of them are sending like dinghies uh, to the shore. <laughs> Which you guys do have two dinghies. So we want to you want to weigh in. The fuck? What? Uh, weigh Apparently, my new upstairs neighbors are going to be. Um, so, uh, you arrive, um, and uh, the first thing I'm going to say is all of you, uh, after doing that all by yourself for 11 days, uh, all of you are at two exhaustion levels. Oh, shit. How about we nap? Uh, yeah. Uh, just, you've just, I mean, you've been getting sleep, you've got a little bit of downtime, but just, you really, running the ship with just the four of you has been, is just an, has been an exhausting ordeal of, you know, just work, 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 work. <laughs> um, but once we weigh anchor, we can actually rest, right? Yeah. You can rest on the boat yeah. or you, um, or you see a variety of uh, glittering lights and ends uh, on the shore. I say we rest on the boat before we go meet strangers. Would we be allowed to weigh anchor off the coast, or do we have to pull into a dock? Uh, no, it appears that most of the ships here weigh anchor off the coast. <clears throat> the, do- the docks are actually um, uh, not too large. They're not. Um, they're not as large, for example, as the city of Carmenova, where these galleons were able to dock. In. But, uh, okay. uh, and, and in fact, you see, um, as you look closer, you see like uh, little little barges that like are transporting goods from the ships offshore to the sh- uh, to the shore. Come on, come on, come on! Okay. Oh, fatty! Oh, Hawkins! He's so fat. Shivani oh, will retire to the captain's hard. quarters and rest. So you all well, sleep. Go take a nap. Yeah. Uh, you all sleep like the dead. Excellent. Better than being dead at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So, uh, go ahead and take away uh, one of your exhaustion levels. How do we add to 
exhaustion levels of conditions? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, exhaustion one. Okay. And that's just slower, right? Disadvantage on ability checks. I thought that was two. Level two is half speed. Uh, you, you can see if you give it to yourself and then scroll down. I was scrolling down. Way. I don't see it. Maybe if I like, click at it. Guys, look at this cat. Oh, I missed that <laughs> little lump. He is a lump. Oh, so fluffy. Such a lump of lumps. Alright. So, um, uh, you guys uh, wake up. You still don't feel the best, but you feel better. Um, and uh, you hear um, a voice. Uh, what kind of wakes you from your slumber is like you're eating breakfast. You hear a voice kind of calling out from the water below that says, Ahoy there! Is there anybody yeah. aboard the chip of the shark's tooth? <laughs> That's the name of our ship? Currently. That is. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you want to come up with me? If you've never seen a 7 foot 2 inch uh, furbolg scamper before, it's quite <laughs> I'll come <laughs> with you, I will stealth up and, and hide in the shadows with my longbow. Hello? Uh, do you go to the side of the ship? Yeah. Uh, you see um, uh, what looks to be like a uh, like a uh, kind of like a uh, yacht size ship. Uh, maybe not yacht size. I'm trying to think of what the oh, it's kind a of schooner? It's, a, it's a, sco- a schooner. Yeah, a schooner. Uh, kind of off to the side of your ship. Uh, it's it looks kind of a, it's a fish, slightly official looking. Um, is there a problem? And there's a person on the on the front of it, uh, a uh, a kind of a, a halfling with kind of a, a bronze skin, black hair, uh, just yelling up at you. Um, and so you you pop up, Una. I said, "Is there a problem?" He says, "Are you the are you the captain of this ship?" I kind of look at Yen. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Are all of you okay in there? Any sort of plague or malady?" No, sorry. Uh, we lost most of our crew on the way over, and we just needed a rest once we got here. He says, "Lost your crew? How?" There's a storm. Dark pirates. No, after. We lost them after the shark pirates, and you're not even up here, so shut up. <laughs> the shark pirates is a good answer, though. It was a storm. He says, I, um, I want to tell the truth because I'm not good at lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, well, uh, we would like you to register with the dock master. He says, um, obviously, it sounds like you've hit quite the calamity on sea. Uh, perhaps you... Uh, just come in by the end of the day, if you can. Of course, we will register as He says, soon unless, as of course, you are, you are coming ashore, yes? Yes, yes, we are. We just had to take a nap. He says, uh, well, gods be praised, you arrived in one piece. <laughs> Thank you, we appreciate it as well. Um, <laughs> he says, my name's Nicholas. He says, uh, he says, I'm the uh, captain of the Coast Guard. Oh, great! 
Nice to meet you. He says, um, he says, you'll find me in the Dockmaster's office if I'm not out here. Fantastic. We'll see you within a couple of hours, probably. All right. Uh, with that, he kind of, uh, 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 kind of sh- he says some commands that you can't quite hear to his crew, and the little schooner kind of turns back around and heads towards the the coast. Once they're turned away from us, I uh, turn to Yen and I just kind of shrug. Yeah. <laughs> well, Is that okay? Did it work? It worked. Uh, there's no swords, so I think it works. That's true. That's that's definitely a good uh, good indication. Although I think we're gonna have to figure out what our story is. Who we are, where we came from, that kind of thing. <clears throat> Shivani will come up on deck. Um, well, none of us are goblinoids, so they'd probably believe us if we say we did not come from the Empire. Um, I mean, we definitely want to start get putting out feelers for places where we can get our people. Should we just be honest and and tell them that we're refugees from the Carmenov Empire? want to get our people out. We should say we're from where I'm from and just we lost our crew during a storm, a lot of our crew during the storm. Uh, we don't know how their interaction is with the Empire, so we don't want to bring that up. But something from further away, they probably don't know a whole lot about it. Dang it. Stupid fucking computer. Sorry. Having problems? Did anyone hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Okay. I think it's best we don't overcomplicate our story, darling. It's not complicated for me. Giovanni will come up, her her makeup done, her hair immaculate. She is not shaven in several days, so she has some dark stubble going on. So, uh, what was that all about? I heard shouting and... They just wanted to make sure nobody was plagued or dead or dying on the ship because we hadn't come in to sign in since we landed. Which makes sense. We're also going to have to go register by the end of the day. I see. I assume the captain had fake papers in her quarters somewhere. So one of us, maybe Shabani, should look through it. Have I found fake registration papers in my going through all of her books? Um, oh yeah, there's the Sailor's Lady, the Shark's Tooth. There's a whole bunch of them. All right, so I'll go get it. <laughs> Fake nice. insurance too. Or... Mm. It's really good insurance. <laughs> it's <a> fake. <laughs> does the does the does the registration indicate the name of the captain? Uh, no, it doesn't. Because, but at the same time, we did. Uh, Though I will note that you guys do have the Valdeheim colors being flown. Mm. I don't know if you. So we should probably say we're from Valdeheim. Do we have other flags on the boat? It's a little Uh, for that. Well, we can't change them now. We're already in. (laughs) Yeah, we're here. Um, I mean, Shivani. Oh, have you come back up yet? I'm back, yes. Okay, you speak Valdahemian. Right? Well, instead of trying to say where they're... Well, this is not Valdahemian, so I don't know how much that will help us. 
Well, no, but if you can speak a little of it, you might be able to like fool them a little bit to think that some of us at least came from Valdeheim, even if all of us haven't. We already again. We could just overcomplicate the story. Well, no, but it's already complicated by the flag. We can just say we bought it there and didn't change the flag because we didn't have one of our own. But that's not true. We want to try to be as upstanding of a boat as we can be in here, right? Appropriate the boat with the flag and then never changed it. That's completely. We don't want to tell them we stole a boat. We don't need. We bought it. We could just say, since we lost our crew in a storm, we lost the captain in the storm too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But at least somebody is like somewhat Valdahimi, Valdahari. I don't know. What's the noun for people from Valdahim? Sorry, what was your question? What's the noun for people from Valdeheim? Valdeheimers. Valdeheimers, okay. Valdeheimers, okay. Heimers. Heimers. Heimer. Are we taking a dinghy or are we water walking? <laughs> Probably try. Let's dinghy. Way low. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dinghy. That would be a bit conspicuous. But I just want to make sure every aspect of our story before we leave the boat Everyone knows what it is. I think we just tell the truth. We booked passage. Well, not all the truth. We booked passage in the Carmenova Empire, and we okay. lost the captain in the storm. Fine. And we That's were fine. able to leave the ship here. Whatever everyone thinks is the best. I think that's simplest. And we just talking about everything else. That's what I'm saying. Just okay. Simple. Keep it simple. Don't need to add unnecessary details. I wasn't sure how simple you meant. I thought maybe simple was simple, but also not entirely the truth. <laughs> well, we don't need to tell the entire truth. We just need to give enough information to answer whatever questions they have. I'm just not good at this talking to people thing, so I just want to make sure I have everything laid out before we go and talk to other people. <laughs> There's knowing my weaknesses, I want to make sure I'm sad. And that's the only issue that I had in this situation. All right. Maybe I'll just be quiet. <laughs> would you, Good would plan. you like to come down with a stomach bug and? No, uh, I'll come with. I'll, I'll complicating. Just, we're overcomplicating it. She's just. Yeah, I don't think we should. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just nod when necessary and just look like like this. <sighs> Right. Let's go. We got this. So, uh, as you guys um, get in your dinghy and head to the dock, um, what? Uh, just real quick, uh, this is probably something you'd think about. Uh, what efforts do you take to like secure your ship? There's an anchor. I mean, what what efforts can you do to secure a ship in an open bay? We lock the doors. Really. <laughs> I was going to say, our, our knowledge starts way before security. We have, <laughs> we don't know we have all the valuables in our bags of holding, right? Okay. Or is there not enough room? Uh, Did we, I, think, I think there's enough room. Yeah. Did we split all that up? We have to, to get okay. in the bag of holding. It's sixty-two fifty gold each, then. Plus, Shivani has the scrolls, right? Shivani has so the Are we splitting the gold up? I thought we were just going to keep it all together. Well, 
I don't know if will all of it fit in one bag, in one person's bag. Let me find out real quick. Okay. Uh, fifty coins weigh a pound. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, also all the coins will fit in one bag. I mean, that bag will have not much room for much else, but you can fit all the coins, um, and even the scrolls, uh, in the one bag. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know how one secures a ship. Yeah, I, I, I just first wanted to know about the valuables. You're taking the valuables with you. You're not leaving much else there. You lock, obviously, yeah. you lock, the, lock the captain's door. Lock okay. everything that can lock. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Put a club on the helm. You <laughs> <laughs> can use my immovable rod. All right, give yourself inspiration for that. You Thank you. That's insurance what I was adjuster, about. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, all right. I had. A- I had a car that had meth in it the other day, and they had to buy a club for it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I actually got a headache after getting into the car. It worried me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, afterwards, you're like, you didn't go in that car, did you? And Caitlin's like, yeah. And like, don't do that again. Yeah, I called my car. Meth in I didn't, before you knew there was meth in there. I didn't know there was that much meth in it at first. That much. Meth. No, like literally, they were living in it and and doing meth and heroin in it. And she told me, "Yeah, we found a bunch of stuff in it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, they tend to collect stuff." And I got inside and I was leaning around. I was like, "Man, that smell!" So I got out and we were talking again. And she's like, "Yeah, there was a bunch of spoons and a bunch of needles." And I'm like, "Where did it all go?" She's like, "Oh, we cleaned it up." Uh, What? So that was bad. Any cops see that? I don't know. Cops won't touch it. Seattle cops are, they don't give a fuck about it. Right, so they come and, like, look at it and be like, yep, that's messed shit, and they have to clean it up? Um, no, they looked at it and said, good luck, you should get that cleaned. Okay. <laughs> that's what Seattle police do. Right. But, yeah, that's my story for the week. I was in a meth car and got a headache, and it made me really nervous. <clears throat> All right. I'm sorry. I have to use the restroom real quick. I'll be right back. Gonna do a quick well, you should have done that while I was telling the meth story. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> All right, so you guys get in your dinghy. Um, and start to make for the docks. Uh, first thing you notice is that the flat you see kind of the flag of this country proudly fur- like uh, flir- furling in the breeze. Uh, it's a uh, blue flag uh, with kind of a yellow four-pointed star in the center, and in the center of that star is like a white circle. And what was this place called again? Uh, this is uh, Avolia. Avolia. I thought it was Farpool. City of Farpool, right? City of Farpool in the country of Avolia. How do you spell... I mean, I'm going to smell it like the long thing. A-V-O-L-I-A. So it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean Avioli. Avioli? Avioli, yep. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh, but this is not the capital of. No, this is just, this, this is just the port city. Okay. Was the flag? Wait, the flag was on the boat, or the flag was on the ground? No, this is like you can see this flag on the dock. Like it's everywhere in the city. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was our flag. Because we spent a lot of time talking about it. Uh, no, uh, the um, 
Did I ever send you a picture of the uh, Valdeheim flag? I don't think so. Nope. Uh, let, me, let me just throw it in the chat then real quick. I've got it. I've got a picture of it. Uh, go to iCloud Drive. <laughs> okay, so that, this is I have to go through like one of my four D&D note folders and pull up my flag. Valdeheimflag.ping. There you go. That's the Valdeheim flag. <coughs> hmm. The strikes? Mm-hmm. And then the Carmenova flag. That was a flower, right? Yeah. Not black. Okay, so it's pretty. Too bad they're all dicks. Yeah, word. <laughs> Tis pity they're dicks. <sighs> so, um, you do notice you see uh, other flags you don't recognize on some ships. You see another ship here from Valdeheim. Um, um, and then you also see like there's like a ship uh, looks like to be some sort of like uh, merchant ship uh, that appears to be here from Carmenova as well. Fuck those guys. Um, and this is a boat ship, right? Not an airship? Yes, yes. It's not. Uh, no, you see the Doom of Winter waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> no! Firing a spell gun. Who <laughs> knew spell guns were a thing? <laughs> There's maybe an ineloquent description of it, but yes, it's, it's not actually a gun, it's, but it's like a device. It's no, I like spell gun. It's <sighs> <laughs> cannon now. Yep. Spell guns and your vagina caverns. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <sighs> you try and you try. It's cool. In my one shot, the bad guy didn't get a single spell off. I got beaten to death by a rainbow of dildos. I know. So. I listened to that. It was a fun session to listen to, though. It was. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> rainbow dildo. Ah, man. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the best laid plans of DMs. Um, and then... All right, so, and then here's the Avolia flag. Yeah, empty one. There's no empty one. Oh, it's not empty. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, you guys make your way uh, to the docks. Um, yeah, you stand on terra firma for the first time in a long time. Uh, 11 days. Yeah. Uh, you tie up your ship and lock it. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what do you do? I like it. <laughs> Beep it three times just so you're sure that it's actually locked. Yeah, yeah once you start walking away and keep going, that's how you think it's annoying to people around you. But that's fine, because you want to be sure it's actually locked. And you want them to know it's locked. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so you see, um, in front of you, you see several large, um, like, kind of warehousey buildings that look like they hold goods that are arrived here at the dock. 
you do see kind of a large, um, uh, not large, sorry, uh, just a, a, a kind of a big welcoming building, uh, kind of at the edge, of, like kind of at the end of these uh, piers, uh, that just says uh, "Dockmaster" on it in the common tongue. We go inside. Is that all of our common tongue, or is it just the common tongue? Right now? Just common, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. common. All of us have common. Okay, good. Yeah. The common—it's oh, the common that you all have. The uh, the. Uh, I wasn't sure if there was any difference in the continent versus other places. Uh, for um, convenience' sake, um, <laughs> we just say, "Yeah, everyone in the world has a common tongue that they can speak." In addition to. Uh, in addition to uh, their uh, regional tongues. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you see uh, people kind of milling about, uh, halflings, humans, elves. Uh, you even see kind of a, a goblin or two uh, down near with the uh, Carmanova ship unloading goods. Or they're, they're... Oh, in Carmanova. Uh, so. Oh, Caitlin? Oh, yes. She's there. Oh, sorry. You went away from me for. Oh. Oh, you flash Oh, did I fail? I think you flash anytime you uh, mute yourself. Uh, okay. You blink. All right, so uh, you guys enter the dockmaster's office. Uh, you see kind of a uh, very um, paper-covered office. Uh, there's a desk in the center of it that is just buried in official-looking documents. Um and behind the desk, uh, reading over um, a document, uh, you see this kind of uh, large, burly human woman uh, with uh, kind of uh, these awkward reading glasses that she's st- kind of holding disdainfully as she reads these documents. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and when the door opens, she kind mm-hmm. of takes the glasses and sets them down almost thankfully and looks up at the new people. Uh, in her in her office, and she says, uh, "You're to register." I yes, guess. we are. She says, uh, "Oh, I'm... she says Nicholas told me." She says, "You're the ones from the uh, from the shark tooth." Yes. Yes. Well, glad you're all well. Uh, we've had a. She says a few months ago we had a ship come in, uh, weigh anchor, and then everyone on board was dead. Who? Who weighed anchor? That's a mystery we're still trying to figure out to this day. What did they die of? Okay. Uh, she says some sort of pox. It seems like we we set the ship ablaze for fear of it spreading into the into the port. Seems reasonable. Quite smart. Uh, she says my name's yes. uh, Aaron. She says I'm the dockmaster here. Uh, she kind of gets up and says, "Who's the captain?" Uh, this is our captain, Captain Una. And she uh, yep, extends her hand me. to you, Una. I shake her hand. Is she so, hot? Uh, what's that? Is she hot? Uh, <laughs> she's like very muscular and like tall. Um, very firm <laughs> handshake. Uh, her hair is kind of cropped short, uh, but not <laughs> not in an unflattering way. Uh, okay, you get the yeah. idea that she's maybe in her I just wanted to know. late forties, early fifties. Oh, okay. I think, I think Una's sexuality caused called, caused Chris to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Your, your video is frozen, Chris. I can't hear any of you guys. Uh-oh. Yeah, your video. Oh, you can't hear us? <laughs> your, fro- your video is frozen. Uh, one sec. I can't. Your vi- I'm going to. Let's message him. <laughs> he, it looks like he's disconnecting and reconnecting. Can you guys hear me? Not if you can hear me. Yes. We can hear you. You can hear me. I cannot hear any of you. You can't hear us. Uh, okay. Reset. Oh. Oh. Um, I though interestingly, out. I think yeah. the recording is picking you up. So it might be uh. an issue with my headphones. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, let me. Yeah. The also unreliability of AirPods. Did you? Did? Uh, I'm gonna leave the call and rejoin it. Be right back. So was that the video? Yeah, you're back. All right. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll switch to Zoom. Uh, Also, it apparently could hear everything. The recording could hear you. I just couldn't hear you. So. Yeah, we heard everything you said. <laughs> I, so I, I look forward to finding out what you said when I go back and listen to it this week. Um, the answer, so did, yeah, you got my answer. Uh, Matt said that, yeah, we got your answer. Matt said that uh, unosexuality made you first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Sean. That oh, was I me. thought that uh, was Sean. That's okay. Happy Pride I Month. I was busy watching Chris not move. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. All right. Ah. <sighs> So, Aaron, yeah, she shakes her hand firmly. Mm-hmm. Says, Captain Una, she says, it's a pleasure to meet you. She says, yeah, uh, welcome to the nation of Evolia. She says, um, she says, is this your first time here? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. She says, great. Um, she says, welcome. She says, our lands have much to offer. Uh, she says, uh, do you have anything to declare on your ship? What goods are you carrying? Uh, I look to my quartermaster. <laughs> You're muted, Caitlin. I can read those lips. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like you couldn't hear me, but you. Heard me. you yeah. We heard you. We knew exactly <laughs> what you were saying. Yeah. Um. I think we lost most of uh, most of our goods in the storm. I don't know that we have anything left at all, other than what we were carrying ourselves. She says, "Yes, Which Nicholas." Is just some coins. Nicholas mentioned that you uh, lost. This is the, this is the entirety of your crew. Yeah, all that are left. She says, "Well, it a- um, it's." Uh, she says, "Where and what, what port did you come from?" Skullport. She kind of grimaces. She says, Carmenova Empire. Yes, it was not a pleasant yeah. visit. Yeah, no. not a good visit. Not the best place. She says, well, uh, it's doubly tragic then that you lost all your goods. She says, uh, you went to the Carmenova Empire and lost everything. That's Out of curiosity, I are think- they close allies of Aviola? She says, I don't think the Carmenova Empire is close allies with anybody but themselves. She mm. says, they they suffer a bit of trade from us, and we accept trade from them as well. Um, she says, but uh, 
their lands remain shrouded in perpetual mystery to our people, she says. We're barely able to get out of the dock districts in their cities. Makes sense. She says they don't Quite take inhospitable. Yeah, she says they don't take too kindly to uh humans or halflings or elves. They're not the most hospitable. She says it's a shame too, because it sounds like they've really got a good thing going over there with the you know, flying airships and uh magical technology. And the people in stocks and general terribleness. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of the storm, um, we'll we'll need to hire members of crew and and possibly for some security while we're here in port. You know oh, where she we says, might be. Uh, oh, sure. There's crew available everywhere in the dock district. I mean, you can't spit in the bar without finding uh, somebody available to be hired. Um, uh, she says uh, we have no. No crew guilds here, nothing to worry about in that regard. She says, I know some countries are a little more stiff about those things. Um, she says, um, uh, just uh, obviously vet the people you hire. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Is there anything else you need from us? Uh, she says, um, well, normally there is, of course, a, a fee on your cargo that you're bringing in, uh, she says, but considering all the tragedy that you've suffered at sea, um, and Una, at this point, I'd like you to roll me just, uh, just a persuasion. Me? Yep, Captain. <laughs> I used to be so good at all that shit, and now I'm not. Oh, that's not good at all. <laughs> oh, no, that's six. No, it's eight, eight. It's not an additive. It's a plus. <laughs> it's an eight. <laughs> um, she says, but considering all the tragedy that you've been through, uh, she says, I think there's four of you. She says, in the ship, let's call it five gold pieces. And she says, I think that'll be That's fine. more than fair. I guess they're five gold. Uh, she, uh, opens a drawer and pulls out a roll of paper and she kind of unspools a bit of it and rips it and she writes you a receipt. Um, she says, um, if it's your first time to Avolia, she says we um, we have some of the finest wines in all of the region. Um, she says, uh, we also have... Siobhan is um, listening. Um, <laughs> she says... Yeah, um, I'm into it, yeah. <laughs> she says plenty of wines and um uh this time of year lots of uh lots of berries. Fresh berries. You can find them anywhere. Uh, what's the best uh winery around? Good like a good ambiance, good amount of people hanging out at. Um, she says, Well, uh she says if you head up to uh she says if you head towards the castle, she says. Uh, mm-hmm. When you as you as you get closer to the the castle, she says the uh, clientele gets a little more moneyed. I think is how they would say. Uh, uh, she says. Um, uh, she says now ignore the name. She says, but assuredly the finest winery near the castle is the Mary Berry. Oh no, I don't know if I can ignore that. <laughs> 
<laughs> she says, I'll, "I'll try. I'll try my best." She says the owners are a little bit idiosyncratic, uh, but they produce, in my opinion, the finest wine in all of Farpool. Thank you very much. She says, "You're quite welcome." Uh, she says, um, uh, she says, um, she gives you kind of a, a kind of a brief, um, map of the city. Uh, she says, so you're in the docks right now. Um, she says, uh, north of here, she says, you'll find craftsmen aplenty. Uh, she says, along with to the west, kind of the northwestern portion of the city. Uh, she says to the far west, she says, um, uh, you'll find uh, more of your trading houses. Um, uh, she says, if you're looking for goods to hold back across the ocean. Uh, she says, in the southwest is the poorer part of town. She says, um, uh, well, there's poor, unfortunate people that uh, have fallen in hard times live. She says, uh, and then to the uh, southeast towards the castle, she says, you'll find more of the uh, more moneyed part of town, as I mentioned. Uh, she says, and of course, um, uh, in the center of all of the town, she says, is a large open air market. Um, she says, uh, with all sorts of sellers selling all sorts of goods. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, she says, any, any questions? Is there a magical district? Oh, she says, there's magical craftsmen, of course. Just uh, in the, uh, she's, you'll find them, of course, mingled into the uh, the rest of <clears throat> up north. Yeah. Okay, and I'm sorry. What was her name again? Erin, E R Y N. <clears throat> she says, "I'm the dock master. Nothing goes in or out of the city without talking to me first. And I am quite attractive." <laughs> I tell people that all the time and they never believe me. How much gold was did we get? I'm sorry. Uh sixty two fifty a piece, right? Yeah. Okay. Couldn't remember. And was that did that include um Thor's too? No. We no. for stuff alone. No, it was just called Hinder. I'm very sad all the Hinder's dead. Right. I've put a map of Farpool in the chat as well. So, Is that the same name as the town in Shrek? In Shrek? No. no. It's Farpool. No. Farpool. Yeah. Okay. The no, fact that I knew that off the top it. of my head, that's super special. <laughs> I knew it was for something. <laughs> far what? I like Farpool better. Yeah. Alright, so... Much um, better off the tongue. She says, well, it was uh, wonderful getting to know the lot of you. She says, be sure to check with me before you leave. Uh, just so I know that you're gone. I just course, like to know the, she said, "I just like to know the comings and goings, of everything in my harbor." Understandable. Mm-hmm. She says, "I sincerely hope you enjoy your time here in Farpool." Yes. 
But if you'll excuse me, much to do. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Take off. Uh, Okay, so what do you guys do? Um, I'm going to go to the, uh, yeah, let's go shopping and then hit the Mary Berry. Mary Berry. Uh, do we want to try to hire some crew? We're not going to leave soon. Yeah, let's we don't want to hire anybody to it tomorrow. Yeah, uh, but it might be a good idea to have people on the on the ship to watch it. There's nothing on it. Oh, okay. Do we think someone's going to hijack the boat? Is there going to be a boat jacket? You put a club on the thing, so I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> we told the we told the uh, uh, the dock master that we tell her before we left, and I figure if the boat starts leaving and we haven't told her, somebody would be concerned about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, did you decide to use your immovable rod as a club? Or? No, because. No? It doesn't. It's anybody can use an action to put the button to let it to make oh, it move. Well, that would. So. That would mm-hmm. Wait, is there a cat in front of you? Oh, there is a cat too. It's a Duncan butt. <laughs> yep. Noise. I see like half of it, and then Duncan's ass is over on the other half. <laughs> there it goes. There it is. Now it's on the other side. All right. So. <sighs> We peruse the the tradesman district. Uh, okay, you walk down the street. Uh, you hear the sounds of clanging from a blacksmith shop. Uh, you see, uh, you see, uh, like a person who's like doing pottery in like an open air, like an open air sort of uh, building. People are kind of watching as he shapes the uh, clay. Uh, you see a woman blowing glass. Other people watching that. Um, is there like a toy stall? Yeah. And when I go over to that and buy a couple of things. Okay. Uh, how much? How much do you want to spend on toys? It doesn't really matter to me. I have a lot of money. <laughs> right, just drop a, drop, a gold, a... drop a gold piece. Okay. You get some nice toys. Um. Just one. Just one for each of them. Um, you also kind of get you guys, you guys realize like after a moment you gotta it kind of dawns on all of you that like you're above ground in a city and like free. No one's recoiling in horror from us. What does this? No one seems to pay you any it? mind. Oh, it's a fairly diverse city. Yeah. Thank you, Duncan. I appreciate that. <laughs> um. Is there, um, I ask, I ask around for artificer. You ask around for what? An artificer. Artificer. Mm. <laughs> Ar- I don't know Ar- how else to say Artificer. Artificer is good. Um. I like artificer. Uh. <laughs> I like Lucifer. Uh, uh, you ask a, you ask a couple people and both of them say, oh, well, if you want an artificer, the best one in town is Anandil. Anandil? Yeah, A-N-I-N-D-I-L. I also asked around for their best healer. Um, and they say, uh, uh, well, you probably want to go to one of the temples. What temples 
are in this area? What gods do they worship? Um, what did you ask for? I thought you said Taylor. Temple. Temple. Healer. Temple. Healer. Okay. I was very confused. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I need new pads. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, there's a, the, the god of, uh, the god of restoration and healing, Gregor, would probably be your, if you're looking for healing. And whereabouts is that? Uh, she gives you directions to a temple of Gregor. Okay. Are there any temples to Gwynly? Uh They don't seem to know who Gwynly is here. They didn't know who Shlamydia is? Yes. I'm just asking. I'm just curious. <laughs> Amanda's curious. <laughs> Do they know uh, Talon? Uh, that one falls. They don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> How many gods do they have here that they... Uh, you get the idea that they have a lot of them here. Like, over a dozen at least. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Because I like giving myself challenging uh, world-building work in, in my down weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Do I see any stores that are selling arms? Specifically right arms. <laughs> you do not see... You see stores that are selling arms as in weapons, uh, but you don't see any stores that are displaying specifically right prosthetic arms in their windows. Uh, I go to Shivani and I'm like... And I say, uh, I asked around. They say their best healers here are uh, followers of. Do I know Gregor? Have I been? You've not heard of Gregor. Some some god named Gregor that they they follow. Uh, do you want to come with me? Just check it out. See if there's anything they can do for you. Uh, sure. Why not? It's worth investigating, at least, right? Of course. Okay. Uh, I'll... If you guys want to come with us, you guys can. Uh, but Shivani and I are heading this way. If you don't want to, we'll meet at the uh, Mary Berry in three hours. Uh, <laughs> I'm torn, because I feel like we're probably all, like, huddled in a group. With, with just a just a titch of PTSD, waiting for the other axe to fall. I think we move as a as a tightly huddled group. I'm feeling weirdly confident back on the continent. <laughs> a continent, yeah, a continent, a different continent. I not solely. Uh, goblinoid consciousness. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, uh, as you, you actually, uh, conveniently enough, uh, as you're walking towards the Temple of Gregor, uh, you do pass this kind of... Um, an arm shop? An arm shop. It has arms. All, all <laughs> arms. No. Uh, uh, you, do, you do see this kind of... Um, this... Very differently shaped building from the rest. Uh, I mean, most of them here are kind of like uh, wooden, wooden and, wooden and brick kind of like. I know it's stucco, stucco, stucco buildings. Uh, but there's this one that has. It's actually it looks like the building itself is made of like uh, this kind of uh, whitish metal. Mm. That 
goes up in a in almost a dome shape, and it's got like kind of this colorful smoke coming out of a central chimney. Uh, Are you a wizard's tower? And a in the center building? of it, you see a sign that says Anandil's Magical Arms. Oh! I want to go there. Hermione. Shall we make a stop? Yeah. I'm keen if everyone else is. You guys Very don't well. know. No, I'm in the market for a new scimitar. Okay. Let's do this! Alright, so... Uh, uh, you head into the shop, uh, and it's interesting because there's sort of like, um, there's these, uh, what look to be, uh, just these, the walls in this circle are all just covered with magical items, uh, arms and arm, like weapons and armor and wondrous items. Uh, and in the center of it, of the shop, you see this great, uh, multicolored, like flame, like eight different colors, uh, uh, and um, sitting there, um, like a- across from it, uh, banging on what appears to be uh, a dagger, uh, you see this tall, uh, black-skinned uh, elven woman with like white hair that's kind of tied up and back. Uh, her uh, very toned arms just hitting the hammer. Um, she a drought? Yeah. Uh, and she looks up and says, hello. She says, um, new customers. I never forget a face. She says, what then can we'll Anandil do for you? Against the, uh, counter. What's that? What's her name? What's An- her name? Anandil. It's her name. Her name is... Okay. My name is Anandil. She says, I am the artificer that's created all of these wonderful items. She says, I trained... In the uh, acclaimed school of Altair back in the West. (laughs) (laughs) Impressive. Uh, She says, um, just in fact, I think you have a Lorraine accent. Tall Goliath. Yeah, that's uh, where my people come from. She says, I have an ear for them. I'm very impressed. She says, Lorraine was a bit cold for my liking. She says, uh, It is a little chilly. It's, it's she says, I prefer the more temperate planet it, of, of Carthalia. That's nice as well. Um, I prefer even a little further south most of the time. Like, summer in the north and then go further south for the winter. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. She says, So, what can Enendil do for you? Well, we've come to peruse your magical armaments and see what you might have to offer us. She says, I have a great many things to offer you, if you have the coin, of course. <laughs> it's a little shopkeeper humor. <laughs> of course. I enjoy hitting things really hard. Do you have anything that will help me do that? And she kind of, her features kind of drop for a second. She says, oh, a mall. Yes, of course. She says, I could, I could get you a... She says, what sort, of, what sort of items are you looking for? She says, I also take custom um, orders. I'm looking. Um, well, you guys go ahead. Uh, for a custom order, I, I don't know if I could ever afford it, but um, I am looking to make it easier to travel 
to one particular place that I know quickly and indefinitely. I don't know if that's possible or not, but... She says some sort of teleportation item. Yeah, it's quite a distance. Hmm. She says, let me consider that. She says, how far of a distance are we talking? Um, do we understand Miles? Can I give her Miles without telling her? Yeah. So, what, it's probably about 1,500 miles from here? Yeah. Um, I mean, 1,500 miles from here, but I don't know if I want it to drop me right here middle of the city, so obviously I'm not going to walk away with anything today. Um, I'll have to get back to you if it needs two set points. But that would be best. Hmm. So, two set points between 1,500 and 2,000 miles apart? Depending on where the ending location is? Uh, She says, I could create this item for you, she says. Um, She says, it would be a little pricey. She says, but I have a hunch... She says, based off your fine appearances, that it would be no problem for the likes of you. Uh, I look at myself. (laughs) You got those fine-ass cloaks. That's right. They all coordinate very well together. Um, (laughs) uh, She says, 10,000 gold pieces. Oof. Okay. That's what I figured. Uh, But she says, but that spell, she says it would... She says you'd be able to use it once per day. She says it'd have to recharge its arcane energy thereafter. Um, she says, but the destination would be fixed, and there's zero percent chance of you going anywhere off course. She says not every artificer can guarantee precision like that. Would that be called a teleportation stone? It, it'd be based off the item conch of teleportation. Okay. I would reflavor it so that it's not a conch of teleportation, but yes. <laughs> you have some truly exquisite-looking blades. Uh, have you anything of the Vorpal variety, or barring that, something equally adept at cutting the head off a goblin? <laughs> <laughs> she says, um, my, my, she says, you have a heart set on vengeance, I can see. Oh, I have my reasons. She says, um, she says, Vorpal Blades, she says, uh, I have heard of those, yes, she says. Now, I've never seen one in person myself. Uh, she says, um, such an item, she says, walking. would would easily cost over, you know, anywhere from 100 to 250,000 gold pieces, if you could even find one. I see. Um, well, then. She says, I, I, the, she says, um, she kind of... She kind of prostrates herself in front of you a little bit uh, and says, I apologize that this item is out of my capabilities. That's quite all right. Anything of the um, one-handed variety? Um, She says, absolutely. What are you looking for? I do have a fondness for scimitars, if you have something. Ah, uh... she says, yes, I have several sims. Um, She says, uh, anything in particular? She says, I can also, of course, make something custom for you. Well, let me just tell me what you have in stock at the moment, dear. Uh, she says, well, this one, she says, uh, uh, has been touched by the moon, she says, and sheds light, if you wish it to. Um, and she says, uh, this one has been imbued with uh, sufficient alacrity, she says, uh, 
that um, she says you could probably do two attacks in the time it would take a person to do one attack. It's a scimitar speed. Uh, it, it gives you uh, it gives you an extra attack with it as a bonus action on each of your turns, and plus two to attack and damage nice. made with it. Um, and, she, and she says, of course, of you know, of several scimitars of uh, magical sharpness. One might say this one is plus one sharpness. This one's plus two. <laughs> Just a little added sharpness. She says mm-hmm. on the um, on the on the Altair scale. Uh, she says of of sharpness. She says I'd rank this a one and this a two. <laughs> she says I could I could potentially create one of a of a three as, but you know, she says that would be a custom order. <laughs> I see. Um, the scimitar of speed. What would you be asking for that? Uh, she says, for that, she says, I would be asking 7,500 gold pieces. Hmm. I see. 7,500 gold? And a, um, just a, a scimitar of. Uh, let's say plus two stature. Um. How many platinum is uh, a gold? A hundred? Ten. No, ten. Uh, she says ten. A plus two scimitar, she says a bargain at two thousand. Oh, no, a uh, plus two. Um. No, that's, that's wrong. Uh, she says a plus two, a bargain at two thousand five hundred gold pieces. I turn to Shirani and I'm like, are you sure you don't want the scimitar of speed? I'm just probably shopping for the moment, dear. Okay. I have well, more pressing issues for yeah. spending my money on. And if we have any left over, we can always come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, what She All says, right. what could be more pressing than a sword? Uh, I, I the just thing, lift huh? the cape enough to show my missing right arm and then put it back. Oh, she says, but... I could help you with that. You could. <laughs> really? She says, yes, I did say I do custom work, didn't I? I kind of lean forward on the counter and I'm like, what are you thinking? She says, of course, she says, um, uh, an arm that just replicated an arm controlled by your mind. Uh, she says, Easy work, 150 gold pieces. She says, but we could imbue it with some other sort of magical properties if you so desire. Doesn't a regeneration spell cost like 10,000 gold? Or more. Or more. Holy fuck. I kind of like turn. I'm like, nobody else wanted to come here, but I'm like, hey, let's head over here. Mm. That sounds really good to me. <laughs> and then I turn back as a smile. <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, hmm. Can you make it like super strong? Can you give it auto kill? Auto <laughs> auto kill? But I'm sorry, it, but that thing's on fire when it hits it. Excuse me, but this is my arm. Where, maybe the, I should be one thinking of the features for it. You're just wondering what's available. Uh, she, uh, I, I'm just excited. She, um, she does a quick arcane gesture, and suddenly, um, uh, uh, Shivani, you, everyone else kind of dulls out, and it's just the two of you. Can, you're the only two people you can hear. 
She says, she says a useful spell in these situations. She says, um... Yes. Oh, my goodness. How much to teach me that? I've been trying my best to do that. She says, I'm sure I could procure you a scroll of it or something. <laughs> ah, so anyways, it's... Mm, most intriguing. There's such possibilities. Um... Uh, could you perhaps uh, hmm I don't know <laughs> oh no too many, too many ideas too many ideas um, so uh, I imagine by the way while you're, while you're talking about this I imagine that the other three of you are still kind of going back and forth with your ideas but <laughs> just sort of this muffled this muffled sound in the background. But it's like, what if you hit it and it transports you into another dimension and you never have to deal with the fucker again? Exactly. So, I guess I'm, I'm a bit <laughs> unfamiliar with the sort of things these type of prosthesis can, can accomplish. Um, you say you can imbue it with certain magical, magical properties, such as... Um, she says, um, what? She providing says, extra defense in battle? Or? She says, providing extra defense in battle. Uh, she says, um, she says, having it be able to cast the spell once per day. <laughs> um, she says, uh, she says, there's also. Silence spell once a day. She gets silence from us. <laughs> uh, she says, one, she says, um, she says, if there's a magical effect, I could imbue it with it. She says, um, you may not have caught it when I when you came in, but I did train at the Altair School of Artificing. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> I, I did indeed hear you uh, I, mention your presentation. Most impressive. <laughs> she says um, uh, the arm could disguise you to look like someone else if you chose. Uh, um, she says, uh, "I mean, the world is your oyster." <laughs> She says, the, the arm could enable you to breathe underwater. What about water on water? <laughs> well, that'd just be crazy. <laughs> Why in the world would you want to do that? She says, the, the, the arm <laughs> can enhance your intelligence. The arm, she says, it's anything, anything you can abuse another magic item with, we can put in the arm. <laughs> Do the guns of fear. Uh, uh, I'm wondering if you could do something for me with this, and I will pull out my wand of magic missiles. Mm-hmm. Ooh! If you could somehow integrate this into the prosthetic. <laughs> And you Chris, that is so cool. That is so cool. Chris, I, I'm looking at the specifications for a wand sheath. Mm-hmm. It's in the it, it's in it's an Aberon upgrade for a Warforged. Mm. <laughs> that would be so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I 
I had a lot of magic missiles last campaign. If I could just lift my hand up. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that. Uh, check lot, fuck but... yes on that application. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She says, oh, if, you, you, if you have a magic pieces. item you'd like to incorporate into it, she says, um, why, that would only raise the cost by 50 gold pieces. Would I be able to swap it out with other wands in the future? Absolutely, she says. Some sort of no, wand sheath, one might say. Yes, exactly. Oh. Yes, I, I think that's absolutely fantastic. So that would bring the total to 200 gold. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed with some of your other pieces, some very fine artistry. For, for a little extra, maybe some, some nice detailing, mm-hmm. some, some filigree. I, you, Matt, you were reading my mind. She was actually going to suggest that. Mm-hmm. Filigreed, a filigreed, like, uh, kind of, almost like uh, Indian, kind of, or Kaladesh. I don't know if you, if you Google Kaladesh for magic, kind of that style. She says, absolutely. She says, what color would you care for the arm to be? She says, we could match your skin mm-hmm. tone, or we could do gold, or bronze, or silver. I would, my skin tone would be quite lovely, and then if the inlay would be could be uh, made in um, in gold. She says absolutely. She says um, uh, she says something of this nature. She says it's pretty easy work. Uh, of course, the artistry will be a little extra time. She says five days. Will that be sufficient for you? That would be lovely. Would you like payment in advance? She says yes. Uh, she says 300 gold pieces would be sufficient for the extra time and effort for the filigree. Does she end the spell before she tells us, tells her the uh, yeah. amount? Or yeah. Sure. Uh, okay, I'm going to give her 300 gold and push Shivani's arm aside. Oh, well, thank you, Una. That's very generous. You're very welcome, Shivani. She says, oh, what wonderful friends you have. Um, yeah. Uh, she says, yes, five days. Um, and she says, um, one second. And she takes out this little arcane device. And she says, could you just um, extend uh, your arm towards me or your shoulder? Thank you. Uh, and she um, measures your shoulder. Uh, she, uh, like the little device, she gazes into it. And she makes some notes as to your kind of the your exact sort of skin tone. Uh and she says, um, and then she measures your other arm and kind of the dimensions of it to make sure that it's approximately the same size. Uh, and she says, yes, uh, five days it'll be ready. She says, made by my hand. She says, and you can tell it's an Enendil magic item. And she points to her maker's mark, which is this uh, kind of flourished elven script that's stamped on each of her, each of her works. Marvelous. Uh, uh, she, she says, the rest done, of you... I- any any sort of purchases? Uh, I have a question. I'm going to pull out my Morning Star and set it on the counter. Like I really enjoy using this, but I'm not as keen of where it came from. Do you have anything of a similar variety that's maybe doesn't necessarily have to be better? Maybe a little more fun. Um. Um, she says, um, oh, yes, bludgeoning weapons, how, uh, how very effective. Uh, <laughs> she says, um, well, uh, she says, I could give you something that bludgeons, she says, uh, imbued with a sort of magical property. She says uh, a one to three on the Altair scale. 
Well, it would be a three. How much would that cost? Um, she says uh, approximately, she says for something as simple as that, uh, 5,000 gold pieces? Or 5,500? Or five thousand five hundred. I'm gonna go with fifth, two. It's five thousand five hundred. No, she says sorry, closer to ten thousand. Apologies. What is what is a two? Uh, a two, she says, would be twenty five hundred. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, you're yourself a plus two version of that. She says, and you, my pious friend. Wait, um, can you melt down this one? Need to take it and melt it down again. She kind of picks it up between two fingers and <laughs> puts it in a pile. It's it's metal. I mean, it's not gross. She says, "Blunt weapons." The very concept offends me. Uh, no finesse, one, she says. No <laughs> finesse. You just just bludgeon with it. Yeah. And she says, "New, my pious I mean, it's friend." Very useful. Uh, anything for you? Oh, I'm fine. And she says, and, ha- and how about you, my very tense-looking friend? <laughs> Any Anything for you, aside from a teleportation device? I'm tense-looking? Angry. Kind of have that anger vibe going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just always in, in perpetuity. Wasn't trying to. No, no, no. Specifically trying to not roleplay somebody angry. That sucks. <laughs> um, You're not good at that, Caitlin, at all. Apparently, <laughs> it's sort of like how Amanda tries to roleplay somebody not chaotic. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just the way my brain works. <laughs> um, a crossbow plus two, would that be. Uh, um. 2,500? Yeah. Yeah, I want a crossbow plus two. How much to make it vicious? Um, let me look. Um, let's see. Uh, plus two and vicious. Yeah, but combining those, it's going to raise it to like 15,000. Sure. <laughs> Just take crossbow plus two. She says uh, crossbow plus two or vicious. You can choose one or the other. They're the same cost. Uh, I just want the plus two. Now the question is, do I want light, heavy, or hand? What's the difference? It doesn't explain what the difference is. Um, it's the amount of damage that it does. Yeah, but also how quickly they are to reload. Um, yeah. Uh, can I use... Can I use a crossbow hand with a short sword in the other hand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't do that with a heavy or a light, right? Those take two hands to use. Two hands. So that's 1d6. But I get two hits per turn. Just keep in mind that with a crossbow, you have to use a bonus action or action to reload it after you fire each time. Yeah. So you'd never be able to use a second... Yeah. Well, like every other turn, you'd be able to, yeah. That sucks. You'd be much better off with an actual bow bow. Oh, I didn't realize bow that bow. all of that was. 
unless she has repeating crossbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, and actually, for the light, for the light, hand and light, you don't have to take the bonus action. It's just you can only fire one piece of ammunition from it uh, per action or bonus action. So if you get two attacks, you can oh. only make one. But if I got the hand one, I could also make an attack with my short sword. Because uh, it's single-handed. Yes. Um, but with a short bow, that's two-handed no matter what you do. Right. Yeah. With, with the okay. short bow, you can do it multiple attacks per turn. So. so I could just make two attacks with the short bow? Yeah, because you've got two attacks per action, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you had to use a bonus action to use the second attack. Uh, yeah. Well, if you if you had to like so if, uh, that's only if you're using like an off your second weapon. So if you so for so right now if you have a short sword in each hand, with your with your standard action you can attack twice with your main one, and with your bonus action you can attack with your offhand. So you'd get three attacks. Uh, with a lot with your longbow you just get two attacks because you've got two attacks per action. And you, you still have a bonus oh. action on top of it. Do things with your hunter's mark or whatever. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. He's a kid doing something dumb. <laughs> no, his food bowl is broken. We've got another one on the way. So he's got to force his little head in there to get it out. Dry. Um, okay. <laughs> I was playing my longbow run. Duncan has his uh, automatic feeder that sometimes doesn't, or frequently doesn't feed him as quickly as he wants to be fed. So he'll like stick his paw up in there and like jiggle it around like a vending machine for <laughs> 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 to get some more food. Um, How do you get rid of the little thing? At- Which little, little thing? How do you get rid of the menu bar on Mac? Go the fuck away. Fuck off! Uh, I don't know. That's why I have a PC. Make make yeah. the application full screen. But I I don't. Or are you talking about the little dock? Yeah, the piece of shit at the bottom. Uh, do you want it on a different screen, or you just want it gone? I just want it gone. Uh, so that little divider between the left side and the right side. If you right click on that, you can turn hiding on, and that'll just minimize hide it. So fucking. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. I'm just going to say uh, a longbow or shortbow is probably better for your class, but you can get whatever you want. I already have a long. So if you want to do like a longbow plus two or a vicious longbow. Ooh, vicious. <laughs> so viscous. <laughs> so viscous. Gross. So moist and fluid. Um, anywho, just so you don't think crossbow... <laughs> Uh, crossbows are better for like wizards because they don't get multiple attacks per action. Oh, both of you. Um, <laughs> both of your reactions. But yeah. So uh, longbows are typically better for people that get multiple attacks per action because you get more attacks. Well, I already have a longbow. I just get a plus one. Yeah, you could just improve it. Um. Well, you you can think about it more and decide later, and we can just say you picked up whatever yeah. you decided on. Um, does anybody else want to do anything else in the Anandil shop? Just out of curiosity, how much would a rod of security be? 
Is that the one that takes you to like a different <laughs> realm? Yeah. yeah. That you guys passed on getting the last time. Yep. Yeah. Hey, stop moving at me. Oh, oh you little shit. Uh, well, she, does, she doesn't have one. Um, okay, I forgive you. And uh, they, she says she could make you one, but it would be 50,000 gold pieces. <laughs> it would take several months of time to, to build. Months? Months. How about a chime of opening? <laughs> oh, we have knocked on it. Um, we have a knock scroll. Are you not going to learn it? I need to pick up wizarding supplies if I'm going to put it in my spell book. She sure. says, um, she says a chime of opening. She says that yeah, is... Yeah, I did a desk supplies. She says that those, those are of questionable morality, she says, but assuming you're using them for good purposes, she says, uh, she says 2,000 gold pieces. She says, just be warned that after you use it ten times, it shatters. I think we'll, we'll hold off for now. How much is it? 2,000. 2,000? Okay, we can't get it. Yeah, but we may not need it. If we can find wizarding stuff. Yeah, but we thought we didn't need it before, and then we needed that. <laughs> well, and it shouldn't be too hard for you to find your supplies, right? No. Much yeah. easier than a chime of opening, I would think. Yeah, wizarding supplies should be pretty easy to gather. Yeah. We can always come back. It, which is player knowledge and not character knowledge. Also, We can always come back and get it if we need it. Okay. How much is it, Duncan? She says, those are <laughs> invaluable. She says, if you find one, hold on to it tight. <laughs> Stalwart companions will last you the rest of their days. Uh, she says, well, uh, she says, I would like to get busy making this arm, so uh, if there's no further business... Yes. No, we're good. Enjoy your See you in five days. I'll be here. Alright. So, you guys head back <laughs> into the street, uh, and that is where we'll end our session for today. Oh. Um, okay, that was um, uh, I'm ending uh, ten minutes early because you guys are now level six. Yay! Yay! So I'd like you to uh, go ahead and roll your hit dice before we forget, and then not, aren't sure if you rolled them or not. <laughs> that would I never. I think that is a. <laughs> rather than rather than role playing it, Chris, can I just tell you I'm buying some wizarding shit and how much? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I rolled an eight. Ooh, I rolled an eight. Nice. Holy shit! Eight on eight. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I roll a ten of twelve. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Mine's a D I believe so. Two. Hey, Tris, uh When we're done here, do you so, want to talk about that podcast yes. thing? Uh, so six, uh, six, seven. Uh, Shivani, are you going wizard or fighter for your next level? Uh, wizard. So I roll a teensy little D six. And I rolled a six. Nice. So uh, that's plus seven additional oh, hit yeah. points for me. Nice. Plus eight, isn't it? Don't you have a plus two? Oh, no. You have a plus one con. Right. Sorry, I was looking at your plus one con. Not your, not your blue. <coughs> so I spent 100 gold on additional 
familiar summoning stuff and a thousand gold on stuff to copy spells in my spell book. Nice. Excellent. Ooh. Guys, starting at this level, the divine power that fuels your rage can protect you. If you fail a saving throw while you're raging, you can re-roll it. <laughs> awesome. Nice. It's only once, but still. 